I mean, we only do this every fucking week. Yeah. And you show up with a mouthful of gum, and you're smacking your gum right into the mic. What the fuck? It was big red, man. It lasts a while. Well, uh, that's like part of the theme song. That's true. It could have been, you know, yipes, stripes, fruit, stripe, gum. Oh, the stripe one, yeah. That now, shit lasted all of 30 seconds. Now for the theme song. Boop. Right. Oh, you know what? Work in progress. <laughs> you know what? I didn't even think to do that. I was going to plug my phone in to the uh, oh. to the mixer and play the the uh, instrumental intro from Red Shirt Black Shirt and use that as our lead in. We'll fix oh. it in post. Can't. What you mean you can't? I mean, I could put it in, but it's going to be like the end and then me yelling at you for smacking your gum. All right. I don't want to do that. We'll do it no. next week. We'll do it live. <laughs> you know, <laughs> fucking do it live. Uh, yeah, I completely forgot about that because we, we had talked about doing like a, an actual open. Yes. An actual open and welcome. Yes, to welcome people in with a big warm hug. You know. How can you have a fucking jean jacket on? I forgot to take it fucking off. Well, okay? take it off now. No, it's no, hot in here. No, I'm not going to take it off now. Okay, just shut up. Leave it so alone. So he got done talking about people in jean jackets. I walked down to football practice. Met him down there. Watched Ryan practice a little bit. Who's sitting there in his fucking jean jacket? It gets chilly at What's night. I said? brought no, it no, along. But, oh, no, the excuse was... I was going to take it off and leave it in the car, but I forgot. Yeah, and I forgot again. I'll take it off before I go into Eric's. And I forgot. (laughs) Well, in his defense, it only got up to 81 today. Shit. Yeah, if I don't... Christ, I tried to put a reminder on my fucking phone. Christ, give give me a break. Yeah, well, like I said, it only got up to 81 today, so I'll I'll allow it. I'm not taking it off now. It's too... You just get warm looking at him, don't you? I, I swear he's growing worms. Pe- people just get the warm fuzzies. Look at that, me, yeah. Good God, fuzzies. So, how was your week, boys? Uh, well, my electric's done. Nice. Finally. Oh, just now. <laughs> well, I mean, people at your house all day long, yep. drilling, banging, and all that other shit. You know, it's like finally, it's like then you come home and there's a fresh hole somewhere. What the hell's that too? Yeah. You know, oh, this light doesn't work yet. This light does work. But now all the knob and tube is out of the house. Nice. So now our, our insurance Good. will plummet. Nice. Yeah. But that was, that's just like the week. Now just getting all, you know, that, you know, because it was like Stone Ages for a while. It was like Amish. <laughs> Amish. There was no lights in the dining room or kitchen. Okay. You know, it's like, you know, how do you survive? I was trying to pour a bowl of milk, right? And I had to stick my thumb in the bowl like a blind person. To figure out how much milk was in the bowl. Wait a minute. Don't you have a light on your phone? Now, think about that logically, man. I got a, I got I got the bowl in one hand. It's pitch my... it's pitch dark right. like you can't even see. No. It's no. nighttime. Yeah, we're also yeah, I'm having cereal for before bed. Okay. Put, put wait, 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 wait. Can you not put said bowl on the counter? Yeah, probably. But then my thumb's in it and then my well, other no. hand holding the milk. No, holding the milk and holding a flashlight. Now that's that's logical. That, no, it's too much. That's too many steps. But put your thumb in it. Yeah. That, okay. That makes sense. Hey, it worked. Okay, yeah, it did. I got my cereal. I understand. What kind of cereal? 
Count Chocula? It's Not Count Chocula season. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I haven't grabbed any yet. Oh, I did see. I did hear about a limited re- uh, release. Yeah, yeah. We do it around this time of year. Yeah. Get it while it's hot. Get Bastards. your monster cereals now. I, I, I never was a real big fan of like Frankenberry or Booberry. I did like yeah. Count Chocula. Count Chocula is good though. Yeah. Didn't there wasn't there a fourth one like werewolf thing for a, a little hot minute? Fruit brute. Yeah, fruit yeah, brute. There the, you go. Yeah, the yummy mummy was also there, but oh, the, the fruit about brute. The mummy. <laughs> uh, what was your favorite cereal as a kid? Oh wow! Oh geez, Crazy yeah. Cow was a good one because it made the milk chocolate. Uh huh. Um, I was also a big fan of Cookie Crisp. Uh huh. Um, that's a good one. It's you know it's hard to actually pin down a favorite cereal, but I mean Golden Grams is what was and still is one of my favorites. Okay. Um, I could eat that straight out the box with no milk. What about you, Jim? Frosted Flakes. I have... Because uh, you get that sugary milk afterwards. That's just so sweet. Mm, that's true. A buddy of mine works for Kellogg's, and uh, he gave me two big boxes. Uh, they they gave him uh, they gave all the employees like a fucking case of Frosted Flakes. <laughs> oh, my God. So I have two boxes of Frosted Flakes upstairs. That's good shit. Um, yeah, Frosted Flakes is always good. So, okay, so yours was Frosted Flakes? Yeah, yeah, that and uh, Cocoa Pebbles. Nice. Another good one. My, uh, my favorite was always Lucky Charms. Okay. I always, I was, always was a big Lucky Charms guy. Now, did you eat all of the cereal and leave all the marshmallows behind and eat no. all the marshmallows at once? No, no, Oh, that's no. what I did. I was, I was an idiot like that. And another, another one I was always a big fan of and still am to this day is uh, I, I love me some Cap'n Crunch. Yeah, Captain Crunch. That that's the one that just tears the fourth roof of your mouth. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah, Jesus. I gotta, I, I, I gotta let those that, hard barrels. I, yeah. I gotta let that sit a little bit. Yeah. Gotta let it, gotta let it uh, absorb some milk. Speaking of cereal, and this popped up in my memories. Do you remember like eating something and you're thinking, ah, it can't be that bad now, and then you go and try it again, and you're like, what was I fucking thinking buying this? Yeah. For some reason, grape nuts. I had a craving for grape nuts. Wow, that's that that oh that brings back memories of of Chut. That brings back memories but, of the old man. But I'm like I'm like, I did I like it or didn't I like it? I thought no, maybe I didn't. I don't remember. <laughs> See, I was like another one with me. I was always I I was always you know a little strange as a kid and even now. <laughs> I I I love eyeball. I love raisin uh, raisin bran. That's good. Yeah, I like raisin bran. Yeah, I, I grew out of raisin bran. I was like I don't know why I ever liked it. But yeah, apparently a few years ago, I went and bought a box of fucking grape nuts and poured myself a bowl and fucking nope, breaking teeth, breaking. Oh, what did yeah. I do? Another I one that I threw that I out was cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah, I that I thought. I mean, my mom bought like every new cereal. I mean, OJ's was another one that was uh, big in the house. You don't remember OJ's? No. Yeah, they tasted like little oranges. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking like Simpson. No, 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 no. That's the killer cereal. <laughs> it's killer. Yeah. What's uh? I, but I remember being, when mascots were, we were there, before it was when when you had Sugar Bear, it was it was Super Sugar Smacks. Do you remember that? Yep. Not and uh, you had the Wizard for uh, Cookie Crisp. Yep. Yeah, yeah, before the the crooks came on. Yep, and Captain Crunch. Well, yeah, Cookie Crunch, Peanut Butter Crunch, Crunch Berries, Crunch Berries. It's like Jesus Christ, man! Captain Crunch was everywhere. It's just so funny when he mentioned Captain Crunch and you talked about scoring the roof of your mouth. Oh. I felt that. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, 
It's like it's like Jesus Christ. That's not that's not something you eat quick. <laughs> On the other hand, the pebbles stuff, cocoa pebbles and all that, yeah. you got to eat that quick. Oh, yeah. yeah, that, yeah that's it, just going to like get a soppy mess. Turns yeah. into mush. But, yeah. it's, but it's delicious mush. Oh, yeah. <sighs> I like fruity pebbles, cocoa pebbles. Oh, yeah. I like almost any chocolatey cereal. Yes. Yeah. Uh, now, what what are your thoughts on the uh, like the, the Malto Meal brand cereals? Like the, the... I don't know. I, I think I might have had them, but I don't think that I... Like the like the generic. I know what you're talking. Yeah, about. yeah. they come in a bag. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I might have had them once or twice growing up, but I don't think it was a big thing because my mom always made sure, you know. Well, of course, I always begged for whatever cereal had the best prize in it. <laughs> right. And, and then you you immediately you know now nowadays my adult brain would say you open the box upside down because the fucking prize was in the bottom, not pour all the cereal in your biggest bowl. And then when you try to put it back into the box, it bows out from the side. Right. It does. <laughs> How does that happen? Uh. It, yeah. it was in there. Yeah, exactly. Now, now it won't go back. Now I would say, okay, you open it from the bottom. Get the prize out. You're good. Now the prizes are all shit. Yeah. Well, they were shit then, too. No, they, no, they weren't shit. Come on. You had the helicopter guys. You throw out the window and they shoot down. <laughs> The things you put together with stickers. I mean, you can get a whole fucking model car in a goddamn box. <laughs> you, know? you ever have you have you looked at the price of a model car lately? Now that you brought it up. Yeah, well, yeah, they're not that bad. Are you talking like a monogram and yeah. Bevel? or a Maisto? A who? M a i s t o. I've heard of. Okay, yeah, I, I they what has a price? Or really Ravel. Cheap. Ravel was another brand. Yeah, R-E-V-E-L-A. yeah, Ravel Monogram. I think yeah. they merged at one point, but yeah, they're not that expensive. I just saw a couple in a consignment shop. At a, how or, much? Well, probably about twenty, if that. Well, I like I've seen them for like like thirty bucks, thirty five bucks for a model car. Yeah, I guess it depends on what they are. Yeah, there's not. I mean, I don't think that's a very popular thing to do anymore. As, yeah, as no, it used to be. it's not. Years. But it's it's like a meme I shared on. Uh, I just shared on my Facebook page. Um, the guy standing there and he's looking at a shirt and it says, there's no way I'm paying 30 bucks for a shirt. <laughs> and then, you know, a, you know, a rack fucking guitar. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, I, I, I've seen models. I would love to, to get back into it, but I still have like a half finished Kyle Petty model. Yeah. Well, well it, when I was, in high school, I was into models, and uh, I remember it had to be, was I a senior, or was I, did I graduate? I, w- I had some magazine, and they had this Lamborghini Countach model. It was regularly $300, but all the boxes got destroyed. So you just paid 50 bucks, and you got the model in this freaking white box. The engine itself was like seven, eight inches long. Right. And it's still sitting in the white box, not finished. <laughs> Someday? I got the engine done. Someday, yeah. That's that was that was a complicated one though. I remember you had to put you had to cut the doors off of the body because it had to swing up doors and you yeah. had to tape them and oh it was complicated. One of the one of the most intricate ones I ever did, um I did when I was stationed in Panama. I did uh NCC NCC one seven zero one D, bastard. Yes, I did a well, a next generation Enterprise. Oh, yes. And like you painted the windows and oh, Man. 
It was. I mean, it was a big. It was a big model. Um, it was probably about from from the tip of the warp nacelles to the front of the saucer section. It was probably you know, 16, 18 inches. It was a decent Good size, size model. Yeah. Had a you know display, nice display stand and everything with it. Yeah, I, I did that between drunken escapades. What, what happened to it? I think I ended up giving it to somebody okay. when I when I laughed because I didn't want to I didn't want to ship it home. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm just picturing like you just just one day just you know being like you know Uncle Billy, let's be Daleks, <laughs> exterminate, exterminate, <laughs> running through the barracks, right? The Enterprise on oh your head, God. pretty much. <laughs> uh, you know, I, you know how would I how would I have got it home when I came back from Panama? Mm. I had. Three pieces of luggage. Yeah. I had my footlocker, my duffel bag, and my suit bag. Okay. So there was no way it was ever... Yeah, that would have been demolished. Mm. Yeah. I, I And, like, I didn't ship anything back home except for that purple guitar sitting there. Okay. That's the only thing I had shipped to me. And I had a friend of mine ship it mm. for me. Because, I mean, I didn't have much. I gave away my boombox... I gave away my TV, mm. you know. I just, I, I, I just gave it away. Yeah, yeah. The ones I saw, I still have the Monte Carlo that I made as a as a replica of my old car. Okay, but my the one that the model was an '86, and I had an '85, so I actually changed the model to make it an '85. <laughs> what was and, the difference? Right. Uh there was a, the the '86 had a third brake light. Aha. Uh-huh. And uh, something different in the engine. Uh, was different, but I, I, I just it was it was minor differences. I was able to change it on the model. Yeah, um, that one could use a little glue job because the wheels keep coming off. I had a Chevelle, at a '70 Chevelle that I painted in my wedding colors. Oh wow! And, yeah, it was a teal and white, and I painted it up. And uh, our one cat got up on the shelf. It and, didn't like it. Oh, oh, it fell hard. Yeah, yep. It fell hard, and it I, it just completely demolished it. And I was like, well, there's no fixing that into the trash with it. <laughs> but I still have, I think I, and I got, and I recently got rid of, I think I got rid of a Superbird, a Trans Am. Because uh, at the time, when I had friends, I was making models of all my friends' cars, too. Oh, my God. So, fuck them all. I threw them the hell out. And I still have an Edsel. That I have not touched yet. Nice. Yeah. I, and I got oh, and a General Lee and Roscoe's car, which are not going to probably get built because they're they're both signed. The boxes are signed. Yeah, I got them signed by James Best and um, Schneider. John Schneider. Yeah, I, I want to say Lou Schneider for some reason. Why that name <laughs> got Lou. in my head? Lou, sweet Lou. Yeah. It's, oh dear lord. Yeah, but uh, I got those boxes signed, so they're they're not ever probably getting built. Hmm. Yes, but I yeah the Edsel I kept because I still loved them. I don't know. I had a fascination with that car. It was it, it, the car was bombed. Well, it bombed. It bombed, but it was ahead of its time. Yeah. <laughs> Technologically, it was ahead of its. It time. It was, but that people just when they saw that front end, they were just mm. like, oh nope. Yeah, the front end was ugly. Oh my god. Yeah, so I'm I'm hoping now that once I can get things straightened up back at the, at the house again. Now that I don't have to have a room downstairs for the stereo, now that I, I can move shit around, maybe I can have my workspace back again. And just who knows? Maybe I'll do the model. But then you gotta buy all those paints. I used oh, to. Oh, I have, don't. Oh, I have a basement full of them. I used to have 
uh, remember the old cigar boxes? Yeah. I had a, I had, oh God, two or three cigar boxes filled with the little testers paints. Yeah. Yeah. I had spray paints. I had all this shit. And then when the house, well, my yeah. dad's house burnt, that kind of went bye-bye. Yeah. I have a bunch of acrylic paints that were given to me by, by somebody who wasn't going to use them anymore. And, uh. They go bad. Eventually. How many years are we talking here? Two. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just got them two years ago, so uh, I'm I my my goal was to actually just start painting like canvases. But of course, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm I'm fucking an artist, all right. I'm an artist, you know. Okay. I, okay. I, I, okay. I, you know, I, okay. I've I've written poems. Happy trees. I've written poems and songs. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, Eric Eric does his you know his artistry with his with his hands. Are we gonna have to call him the artist formerly known known as Bill? No, 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 man, no. no. But my symbol would be this. <laughs> so, since since this is a non-visual thing, <laughs> I didn't get flipped off, but Jim did. Yes, but I have canvases mm. and I have all this stuff down in the basement, but no room because everything keeps going to shit down there. And now I'm get fi- control, man. Well, now now that I have outlets everywhere, I can do control. The stereo can get moved. Ah, creative control. Yes. Thanks. I'm going to be getting rid of a lot of stuff from upstairs, too. Like half of uh, a third. No, three. What's the, uh, yeah, the fraction? I need three-fourths. Three-fourths. Three-fourths of my comics are going. Oh, yeah? Yep. Hopefully, I can get them to a good home. Okay. Good luck. Well, Take I'm, them down to Comic Master. See if you can. Uh, they're they're going to give me pennies on the dollar. Okay. I guarantee you pennies on the dollar. Well, yeah. It's even like if, any other place. And there's even some stuff in there that I know... Comics are weird because unless it's in a case and graded, yep, nobody wants to give it a damn bit of value. Well, it's like that. I mean, uh, sports cards are same the same way. way now. But but if I go online and some of the issues that I have and I want to, and I would want to buy them, they're like forty or fifty dollars online. If I would want to buy them, but who knows if that's what they're selling for? Yeah, you I, know? I forget there was something. Well, that's why. Hang, hang, one no, second. you're fine. That's why what you got to do is you got to check eBay, right? Mm-hmm. And you got to find uh, completed comps. Yeah, I find completed auctions for that same item. I wish I wish I was more e- right. eBay savvy where I could actually No, I can buy shit all day long. I don't know how to I don't, I can't sell shit. I've tried selling shit online. It just What you do is cuz when when my Dad's when my dad's house burned, I had my transformers in there, and they all got smoke damage. Uh huh. And this was right around the time the Transformers movie had just dropped. Okay. And they were all Generation One. I was able to take them all apart, mm-hmm. with unscrew them. I had I got cotton swabs with alcohol, rubbed all the smoke damage off. Uh huh. I found a site online to buy replacement decals, refurbished them all. Sold them like mad. Hmm. Uh, who was the Red Coontosh? Side, sideswipe? Yeah. He went to somebody in England for like 150 bucks. Nice. See, I, like, I've sold some stuff on eBay, but never anything like that. But I did try to sell, well, you know, the belt cases. Yeah. I have one of the old school UFC belts. And it's the thick four millimeter plate. Holy shit. Figures Inc. You know, you know, they're $700 replicas. Yeah. 
It's it's not one of the cheap mm-hmm. replicas. These go for like seven hundred or eight hundred bucks on the on uh, on the UFC's website. Right. Okay. And I posted it, and people were offering me like one hundred fifty bucks. Yeah. The, the one thing that matters, and this is what I found out. I started I started out by selling the the cheaper stuff. Yeah. And you get the reputation built up. And yeah. then once people see that people responded, hey, this guy's legit, blah, 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 then people are more willing to buy more expensive stuff off yeah. of you. Yeah. It's getting that reputation. Yes. Yeah. But, I mean, I, whatever. I, I'm, I had, not, I'm not in the market to sell any of my belts. Right I remember now. I had some freaking Goomba uh, hook the head for the Constructicon. Yeah. His leg was broken. I remember as a kid when I got him, I accidentally broke his leg. Mm-hmm. And... You were able to put it together, but if you went to move him a certain way, the leg would pop off. Okay. So I took a picture with, you know, him standing, you know, both legs, because you can pop it on. And I put in the description, leg broken. This guy (laughs) put a a claim against me to eBay, and I had to fight this knucklehead, you know, saying, hey, read the description. It flat out says, leg is broken. Well, by the pictures, I couldn't tell. I didn't read the description. Well, that's your own damn fault. Exactly. Hmm. Exactly. He didn't get his money back. Well, I had a guy. Um, I had a guy. This, now we're going back. Jesus. Ten, better than 10 or Jesus, probably close to 15 years. Mm. Um, I had and it, one of the guitars I regret getting rid of. I had a 1982 baby ML, a Dean baby ML right. with a Kaler Flyer Tremlo. Uh, DiMarzio X2N pickup in it, you know, just fucking beastly guitar. <laughs> and I had posted it on eBay. And I was asking, I th- like I said, we're going back like 15 years. I was asking, I think, 500 bucks for the guitar. All right. And the guy, everything's clearly stated. Aftermarket Floyd, R- or uh, Kaler Flyer Tremlo. I took pictures of the Tremlo, took pictures where they... And it was professionally done. Right. Where they notched out to mount the Kaler Trem. Yeah. Right. Right. And I said, this is not a full-size ML. This is a baby ML. Original color was was uh, the antique white, but it has aged to a mellow cream. hmm You know? Yeah, yeah. And the guy, uh, oh, well, he, he, like, he met my reserve. And then... Starts messaging me, and I answer, I, you know, even though it's all in the description. Right. I start answering him. Now, my auction is closed at this point. Oh. Uh. Because I agreed to sell it to him. Yep. And he fucked me over on it. Mm. Backed out of it at the last minute. Mm-hmm. Or back, you know, actually after the last minute. After he had agreed to the purchase price and yeah. agreed to buy it and all, you know, all yep. that other yep. shit. Yep. Yeah, well. I held on to the guitar for another uh, year after that. Uh, and then, uh, uh, well, I needed bass gear because a band needed a bass player. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I traded the guitar to a buddy of mine for bass gear. Uh-huh. Should have never got rid of that fucking guitar. Because like two weeks after, I, and I, it was one of those deals where I told him, if you ever want to sell this guitar, come back to me. I'll buy it back. You know, I will buy it from you. Uh-huh. Not, I think, a month 
after we made the deal. <laughs> he took it to West End Music Exchange out in Broadheadsville and sold the guitar. I was fucking livid. Oh my god. I was fucking livid. I that guitar was it was it was such a cool fucking guitar. Yeah. Played great. Uh, sounded phenomenal. But at the time, you know, I didn't have a whole lot of disposable cash mm-hmm. and I needed yeah. bass gear. Yeah. yeah. So, I made the swap. You know, I I did that with one of two bases in my life. I regret deeply getting rid of. Mm. I don't know if you remember my Dave Lewis custom bass. God, you've had so many things I don't remember. Well, I had <laughs> I had this Dave Lewis custom yeah. bass. Dave Lewis was a luthier here in the Lehigh Valley. Okay. And he used to sell his stuff um, at Guitar Villa mm-hmm. on 191. Mm. So I went in there. Now we're going back 20 years. Because I still had... I was... Um, I still had... Uh, Fuck, I don't even... I had Euclid together yet. Wow. Yeah. That's... <laughs> I had Euclid together yet. And I go... I bought this bass. And back then, the bass cost me like 1200 bucks. Mm-hmm. And like I said, we're going back 20 years. Mm-hmm. It was a handmade bass. That's fucking expensive. The, 20 years ago. Holy neck, shit. Neck through, bo- neck through body construction. Seven-piece neck. It was mahogany, purple heart, and bubinga. For the neck, uh-huh. seven pieces of the neck, zebra wood top, and uh, and a, I think a maho- and mahogany body weight. Jesus Christ! Beautiful fucking instrument, and that's another one I ended up trading away for guitar gear. Yeah. To Brian, to here, get this, to Brian Nobbs's brother. <laughs> nice, because Brian Nobbs's brother used to work at Guitar Villa. From the Nasty Boys. Uh-huh. Yeah. His brother used to work at Guitar Villa. Holy now, shit. Now, now, listen, Jim. I know you said it's 20 years ago and all that, but just keep in mind that that was only 2002, you know, right around the time Stone Sour was around. So Yeah. But that's not the bass I'm talking about. The other... <laughs> that's post-grunge. The, the bass I'm talking about, <sighs> that, uh, like the other one that, uh, that somebody fucked me over on, hmm. and this is... Not blood relation, but he's married to a cousin of mine. Um, and I don't give a fuck if the cocksucker's listening. Fuck you. You know who you are. You know you're a piece of shit. Um, but anyway, I had a first generation, the first year they made them, ESP TA500, Tom Araya's signature bass, the bass player for <laughs> Yeah. Neck through, EMG pickups. Fucking killer, killer instrument. The only fret markers on the board, okay? The only markers on the fretboard were two pentagrams at the 12th fret. Beautiful fucking guitar. Yeah. Gary, okay, I'll sell it to you. But if you ever go to get rid of this guitar, it only goes one place. It comes back to me. And I'll give you what you pay for it. Mm. I will give you exact, you know, I'll give you what you pay for it. Because yeah. he was supposed to be playing bass right. for somebody. And I was playing guitar. All right. You know, I know where it's at. And he's not going to fuck me over. So I thought. <laughs> so I went to he, buy. The, you get fucked over a lot. Yeah. By people I didn't think would do it. 
Uh, I go to buy the bass back, right? I go to buy the bass back. He won't even come out and talk to me. He sends my cousin out to talk to me. Why? Yeah. Because he's a fucking chicken shit. He wouldn't let you buy it back? He sold it. No. Yep. Sold it beforehand. He fucking sold it. <laughs> yeah, I sold him. I sold him my entire Nautis rig. The fucking ESP, yeah. the, the ESP Tomaray base, my Hartke 3500 watt Hartke head, and the 2x10 cabinet with the fucking barbarian spun aluminum cone speakers. Okay. I, I custom built this cabinet because Hartke, well, I, I custom rebuilt the cabinet, I should mm-hmm. say. Hartke, they made their cones, their speaker cones were thin aluminum. Okay. I blew them apart. <laughs> okay, I blew them apart. So I replaced them with these. Uh, they were from a company called Barbarian Speakers. They were spun aluminum, eighth inch. Okay. Aluminum speaker cones. Yeah. You're not killing them. Yeah, no. That, 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 that's a saucepan. <laughs> yes. Damn. They were fucking ridiculous. <laughs> that was what I had to handle my high range. And then underneath that, I had a 1x18 PV Black Widow. That base rig was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> he sold it, didn't he? Yeah, he sold it all. <laughs> fucking sold it all. Fucking cocksucker. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, but anyway. Thought, speaking of speakers, I got I to gotta bring this up. This, was, this is funny. Now, went to the football game. Uh-huh. Now, Leighton versus, you know, uh, Palmerton. Progie Bowl, as I like to call it. Yeah. <laughs> it's such, so it was so, so fun. But they're playing hip-hop music. Uh-huh. Now, before the game. Right? Now, uh, you, you know, we all know, we, we all like a little bit of hip-hop here and there. A little bit. Right. This is not a hip-hop-laden area. No. It just no. isn't. No. And also... The kind of hip hop they were playing was more modern. Uh huh. Where even I was like, wow. I mean, all you're doing is talking about, you're just talking going to the club over a backbeat, you know, and what you're doing at the club. Not only that, the whole thing was done through a loudspeaker system. Yeah. Like, that it, sounded awesome. I there's bet. no bass. <laughs> even and I'm thinking, you know, I and I, I of course I'm at least I, you know, I don't even bass would save this song to be Turn honest. Turn down the treble, yeah. But all these, all these old people, me included, just keep like, first off, why are we playing this at volume twenty? Yeah, and secondly, this is the 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 hype music. You know, it's not even good hype music. You know, it's just it just sounds like somebody just giving a TED talk. About going to the club, yeah, through through a through a bad PA system, yeah, you know, because the I mean they I mean Palmerton they've upgraded the bleachers mm-hmm. at the stadium. Uh, we've got that beautiful new turf field. Yep, new track, mm-hmm. new scoreboard. But you think they would have sunk a couple of bucks into a decent set of loudspeakers? Yeah, I mean just something with a little bass. Terrible, you know. And then when the cheerleaders are out there doing their thing uh, for like, you know, the um, for um, halftime. No, not for halftime. Oh, because during the game, the varsity, my, my boy plays up there for home games 
And when the cheerleaders go out to do their halftime stuff, they were like Lady Gaga and all that stuff coming through these awful speakers. Yeah. Oh, my God. And it's just like, can't anybody bring... Snapping and popping left and right. Can't somebody bring, like, uh, uh, just an amplifier onto the field? I know there's plugs down there because the marching bands got... The heightened marching bands got a bass player. Yeah, I... Really? What, Holy I, shit, they got bass player, two of xylophones, a person who playing triangle. That was fucking amusing. That was amusing as all hell, and I loved it. I I watched the game on YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Now, um, I mean, I understand it's YouTube. How the hell did you do that? Pomerden High School Athletics. www.youtube.com. Then search Pomerden High School Athletics. So I watched the game on YouTube. Because I decided I didn't want to deal with people. So I just sat upstairs and watched a game on my on my TV. Um, Lee Heighton's marching band was fucking impressive. Oh, my God. I'm telling you. They were outstanding. Yeah. But but my how those how the worm has turned in football. <laughs> yep. Because a few years ago. I know. Pomerton would not have stood a chance against Lee Heighton. But then again, Pomerton is a 2A school, and Lee Heighton was playing at 3A. 3A or 4A, yeah. And sometimes 4A. Yep. But now, we, that was, that was, Lee Heighton didn't look good well, at all. There was a lot of, I mean, <laughs> Lee Heighton pulled a body slam on a kid. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, he picked him up and body slammed picked, him. Picked him up and fucking spine bustered him. Now, yep. was this a guy running the ball or was it just the guy he was blocking or something? It was at, It was almost after a play was over. I think, I mean, he, <laughs> if you look at it, I mean, I don't think the guy had the, the person that got picked up and dropped didn't have the ball at all. Did it draw a flag? Yeah. Oh, it drew a flag. <laughs> it drew a flag and it drew a lot of hollers, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it was it was just it wasn't like a hidden thing. I mean, you saw oh, him, yeah. you saw him scoop slam him, but oh, <laughs> on I, the fifty yard line. I I noticed something even even through a one camera shoot on YouTube. Hmm? I noticed something. Lee Heighton got flustered very early. Uh huh. They got flustered very early, and Pomerton was in their heads very early. Oh yeah. Um, and Pomerton's quarterback, Mike Mahalik. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Mahalik, rather Mahalik, yeah. He, that kid's got some. That kid's got some something there. Yep. Quite good. It was. It was a fun. It was a fun game to be at. Only because and and your boy. Oh, your boy made me laugh. Oh, uh, Jess. He yeah. He he shows up. He he you know he he taps me back. I look at him. Boys wearing maroon. Yeah. <laughs> He's like I I picked I say I picked the wrong shirt. I said you wore. Oh. Your, I said you wore the one shirt in your arsenal wasn't black. That's the one you choose to wear. Yeah. <laughs> he takes after me. What can I say? Oh, we weren't that bad. Then, And that was when the conversation happened that I, because I was saying, yeah, over there by that um, that building where that's where we all sat. Oh, is that where all the goth kids were? I said, did, did, we weren't goth. We were we were the metal kids. Yeah. Same thing. No. 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 <laughs> Not even close. I'm just like I'm just like I'm from shocked. I'm like I can't even. I don't know what to say to that, you know. And I'm and then I'm thinking in my own head. I'm like, no, no, no. Goths wear you know all black and they're angry and de- look. It's not the same thing, <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. And then they listen to the Smiths and fuck Joy Division. Joy Division. <laughs> Shit. Shit. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It's like 
And then, I, then of course, I'm thinking, is it? Am I, am I goth? Maybe I don't know. It's like, wait, we <laughs> didn't we didn't wear makeup, so we were. I was going to we say makeup. No. Yes, we didn't makeup wear, and a leather wrap. We we may have wore a lot of jewelry. Yeah, <laughs> way too much fucking jewelry. Oh, dude, you remember at one point I would have, I had, a, I had, a skeleton playing a guitar, <laughs> hanging out of my ear, out of your ear, and then I had a BC rich rich bitch hanging out of the second hole in my ear. My fucking head. <laughs> I, I I look. I, I I was walking down the street with my f- fucking ear touching my left you gotta, shoulder. You got to counterbalance. Yeah. Now this is before. Yeah. This is before we met you. I met you because I didn't meet you until ninety one. This was in high school, and it's like I know that I would um, get earrings off of my friend's sisters that had like were dangly and jagged. Oh yeah, there was. I had some shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I, I would have earrings that would, like, dangle down to my shoulders. Yep. And just the way you dress and the way you look, yeah, I dare you to talk to me. Well, <laughs> so, well, because uh, I, I... Go ahead. I was coming home. I was at the light in Wiseport, and this motorcycle pulls up alongside of me. And it's 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 a chick, goth chick. She t- all tatted up, you know. She got freaking leggings that are pulled up to her knees. She's wearing sneakers, and she got a little purse like a little cloth purse, like uh-huh. a shoulder strap and on the back. And I was going to say cool socks until I saw what the bag said. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, like at, back, back in the day, I had those two big earrings hanging out of my ear. You know, I would, I would have those two big earrings hanging out of my ear. I had my, uh, my obligatory black leather jacket, you know, my black yep. leather motorcycle jacket with a pair of handcuffs, on the shoulder strap mm-hmm. and the Queensryche logo painted on the back. You remember that jacket? I think so. Um, had a Queensryche logo painted on the back of it. That was my battle jacket. Um, <laughs> yeah, and mine. And mine was a was a denim jacket. No, Shocker. but but with the, the the hoodie on it with the Aerosmith logo on the back. Yes. Oh my. So God. us together, it was like you know hard rock and metal. Yeah. You know, it was like yeah, <laughs> even though. Even though I love Danzig and I love the Guar and all that stuff, my band du jour was always Aerosmith. Yes. So I always had I always had my wings somewhere on me. <laughs> yep. And I would I had I had the Queensryche logo. I had the logo from Operation Mindcrime on the back of my jacket, and then I had uh, well I had a Danzig logo mm-hmm. on that too. Ah, uh, Jesus. Did Bayer have the black jacket with the Misfits logo done in, the Misfits skull done in whiteout? Yes. Okay. Yes, he did. <laughs> yep, he had, uh, yep, he had, he had the, the jacket, and he put the Crimson Skull, the, the Misfits skull logo, he did it in whiteout. <laughs> I'm still trying to fucking remember what was on mine. I know I had Metallica, Crotton, Metallica. Nickelback. No, Sorry. Nickelback Creed. wasn't a thing then. No, oh, they screw. weren't a thing then. Shut up. <laughs> I had stop being a dick, Eric. I... <laughs> he had Def Leppard. I did. Oh. I did. Oh shit. I, I did, but it was it was underneath. I had Metallica, Def Leppard. I think across the bottom I had a Poison patch, and I want to say I had the Led Zeppelin Swan Song logo. The guy, the thing with the wings, yeah, on, on there somewhere. Too. Icarus. That, yeah, that sounds like a shitty early Monsters of Rock. 
Yeah, but that's what people wore. <laughs> There's not. I can't. You can't find fault with that at the time. That's what I mean. It's like, oh, I can. You, you, no, no. You go back in. Oh, I can. Eighty nine and ninety. You know. You know. Everybody where I... was going around the t. It would winger t shirts, warrant t shirts, poison. It was cool. Now me. And then a few people. I know not you. Yes, we all know. We weren't the ones doing that. I know because I had my Metallica shirts and Megadeth that's and right. Danzig and. You know, but but the majority of people would shop at uh, Galaxy of Sound. Uh huh. And they did not have the harder artists, so they got what they got. Right. We went to Rockabilia. You're not wrong. Yeah, right. we went to Rockabilia, and it's like, no, no, I'll take the Guar and the Slayer, please. Or or down to Spencer's, even. I never, yeah, I never got down to Spencer's. Or down to Spencer's, yeah. or down to Spencer's, but we, oh shit, <laughs> fucking mail order from Rockabilia, baby. Yep, getting my stuff in the mail. Oh. Hit Parader Magazine. And did you ever have that fantasy, the backstage passes, mm-hmm. and you, oh, if I had a time machine, this is what I would use it on. All access to Kiss in 77? Yes, please? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, you know where I would use it? I One place I would use it. Mm. All access to the Ozzy Osbourne... Ultimate Sin Tour. Oh, yes. With Metallica opening. Yeah, you could get in Rockabilia Magazine, you can get backstage passes, authentic backstage passes from years gone by concerts. Oh, like replicas. Not replicas. No, they were actual actual things. They were retired passes. Retired passes from like concerts that are long since gone. Okay, why wouldn't people hold on to them? It's not they didn't hold on to them. Like if they had like a box full, well, first off, you know, the. The collector market wasn't what it was then. Yeah. But if they, like, the, the tour had, like, a box of 1,000, and they only gave away 750. I got you. you. You can't do anything with Bark at the Moon backstage passes. Right. Correct. So they would just sell them to Rockabilia at wholesale. Got Rockabilia, ya. 250 a piece. Yep. You know, and you and then you would have, a, a you know, not a replica, the actual backstage pass from yeah. that tour. Yeah. Yeah. But I always fantasize, oh, buy those up. And just time travel. Yeah. All access. All access. That's right. <laughs> it's like <laughs> That's right. Oh my God. I would have told I would have mm. gone I, I would have gone back and told Cliff, don't switch bunks. Give it to Lars. <laughs> Damn. Damn, that's hardcore. Yeah. Can, I, I mean, can you imagine injustice with bass? Can you imagine Metallica with a fucking good drummer? No. Mm-hmm. I was actually, you know, it's funny, after from listening to St. Anger, and we all know how the drums mm. suck on St. Anger, mm-hmm. I have been noticing, because I've been listening to like a lot of now like 90s and like alternative stuff, uh-huh. that was a drum style at the time. No. he No, there was a lot of drummers out there that have that Metallica style, style that, well, not, I shouldn't say Metallica style, but that ringing bonk of a drum over the over mm. ring the over ring yes yeah but like the snare drum sounding like a fucking trash can no yes that's exactly it sounded like one of those jamaican like doon, 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 doon. yes but what's weird mm. and i think i said this before the the cd that i got had a, a dvd as well mm-hmm. of them doing a couple of the songs the songs on a dvd don't sound like that at all no, no, because I think at, well, it, it was did too sound late. Like a trash can. It was too late. But at the, I think at that point in time, a lot of drummers were using. Um, that's when that's when piccolo snares became a big thing. Ah, that's when piccolo snares became a big thing, and I love 
I had I used piccolo snares for years. Okay. But you got to know how to tune them mm. to tune the overring out of them. The best snare drum I ever had. Another one. I another fucking piece of equipment I regret getting rid of. I had a first generation Joey Jordison signature. <laughs> Jesus Christ! First generation Joey Jordison signature fucking pearl snare. Thirteen by six and a half. Thirteen inches around, mm-hmm. six and a half inches deep. That motherfucker sounded like a gun. It sounded like a gun every time you hit it. I regret getting that rid of getting rid of that fucking bait, that mm. snare drum. Yeah, it. You don't. You don't know how things. But I've been. At, yeah, that's why I brought up Stone Sour earlier because I've been list, I've been listening to a lot from the early two thousands, and I never listened to Stone Sour. Really? Even though, yeah, I'm a through the glass. I'm a yeah, I'm a huge Slipknot fan. Yeah, but I never really listened to Stone Sour. And Bother has been like, and the video, dear God, the video is so simplistic. Yeah. But amazing. Yeah. And it's a great song. It is, and I'm trying to remember on that album that has Through the Glass, there's a song, is it 3030? 303150. Yeah. That's a fucking awesome song. Yeah. And I've, I've been just pouring my, I mean, I don't know why I've just gotten to that. You know, now I've finally made it to the 2000s. Yeah. I mean, 303150 is, is that, you're right, Jim. That's a fucking oh my badass God, yeah. song. I am a fucking machine. Uh, live, uh, I'm a fucking machine fueled by the past. Uh, yeah, that, never set forever because forever is a fact. That's a fucking goer. Yeah, oh, oh, that's a that's a fucking banger. He's talking about Stone Sour. <laughs> CD I broke out this week. I'm listening to Jagged Little Pill. That's another, that, fucking, that's yes. another one I bought. Okay. That's another one I bought when I was stationed in Panama. That's a fucking good album. I heard You Ought to Know. Yeah. And... The next, like, within a week, because I was stationed on the far-flung side of Panama. Yeah, yeah. We didn't have, a, a like, a PX. Right. You know, we had a little shopette. Yeah. So, within the next week, I was on my way to fucking Panama City, to the Panama City side. <laughs> I bought me Jagged Little Pill. Yeah. That is such a great record. Alanis Morissette, that album is fucking badass. Yep, yep. And, and around the same time, you know, roughly the same time, the, that two years is a blur. Uh, full disclosure. I bought Tragic Kingdom by No Doubt. I got that too. <laughs> I love that fucking record. Yes. I heard. I we just were, a girl was the I first heard, single. Yep, and I heard that the first time I heard that was at my place in in Panama City, Panama, on a Friday night doing the seven dollar drink and drown. <laughs> <laughs> fucking walk in, pay your seven bucks. And when Carlos, the bartender, saw the bunch of us walking in, me and Bo Broussard and Vic Isaac and Ray Fosberg and Steve Barnes and our whole fucking crew, he just started tapping pictures of Atlas. <laughs> and he would just hand us each a picture. <laughs> and we were drinking out of pitchers. All seven dollars to drink. Se- no, seven bucks all you could drink. Dear Lord. Yeah, that's... that's, that's... And... My, he, liver, my liver hurts just hearing that. <laughs> yeah, we he would just start handing us pitchers. Oh my god! And we were drinking out of pitchers all night long. Oh my god! We're sitting there, you know, just fucking obliterated, you know, just completely wiped out. Yeah. Who comes rolling into fucking my place but our first sergeant? Oh boy. <laughs> first sergeant rolls in. Oh fuck, gentlemen, 
what's going on? Having a drink for a sergeant? Well, I think I'll join you. <laughs> and he goes up to the bar and gets a fucking pitcher and sits down with us <laughs> and starts drinking. <laughs> and we carried the first sergeant out that night. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yep. Yeah, that that's when that's a, a decade we have like the two thousands. We haven't. Well, I mean, the two thousands we didn't go into. We haven't. Oh, yeah, we we've we've touched on a lot of stuff, but I think at some point, I don't know, Alanis, and no doubt that was like ninety five, ninety six. Um, not yeah, ninety five, ninety six time frame. I think around there. Yeah. Yep. When was Letters to Cleo? Letters to Cleo. That was ninety four. Okay. I think. Who's that? They did here and now. It was another one of those. There were there was a lot of them that were forgettable around that time. Yeah, and I, I mean, and this is when uh, like female artists were getting a lot of attention mm-hmm. because, um, like, uh, I forget her name, but she started Lilith Fair. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. What the hell was the name of that? That you know the Lilith Sarah McLaughlin. Yep, Sarah yes. McLaughlin. Yes, she started the Lilith started the Lilith Fair. Lilith Man. Fair. Damn. No, 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 no. God damn, that's hard to say. Fast. Lilith Fair. She started the Lilith Fair Festival. There we go. To showcase <laughs> female artists. Yes. And it did, it, you know, for about 45 mm-hmm. seconds, it worked really well. I think, it, well, I think, I still think because you had, you know, Lisa Loeb, Natalie Imbruglia. Yeah. And, come, and still come to this to my day, window. Come, that's um, Melissa that? Atherton. That's yeah. her, yep. Yeah, I have I mean, that CD. To, to, the, to this day, I mean... There's a lot of really great, you know, female fronted music. Oh, I'm Cheryl, not doubting that. It doesn't even. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't even matter what genre anymore. Right, but, I mean, but, they're everywhere. But it was like when one came awesome. out, like a whole bunch of like a Cheryl yep. Crow came out at that time too. Yep. And uh, Meredith Brooks, Tuesday Night Music Club. Yep. Another great, another great CD from that era. Yep, the Tuesday Night Music Club. That was a that was a fantastic CD. And then if you want to get on the harder edge. Um, you know, Doro Pesh was doing some cool stuff around this mm-hmm. time. Lita Ford was still going strong. Oh, yeah, yep. Doro was doing stuff. I mean, the stuff with Warlock is always. Oh good. yeah, you know she's still on. Uh, they just show, she just did a thing on German TV. <laughs> uh, and of course, what does she play? Uh, all we are. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's you got. Yeah, you got to stick with the classics. You got to play the hits. Yep. Shut up and play the hits. <laughs> oh, uh, speaking of shut up and play the hits. Um, I don't think we're going to be able to go see Wasp. We were supposed to. In, well, yeah. Jim Thorpe, yeah. In Jim Thorpe. Okay. We were, we were thinking about it. Um, oh, oh, it was we, It was in the consideration stage. Yeah, it, well, yes. it's, it's sold out. All right. Uh, I co- told uh, you guys. Uh, well. I, I told you. I told you. <laughs> but in full, in the interest of full disclosure, I'm not really sure I want to put any money in Blackie Lawless's fucking pocket. <laughs> I don't think you would, to be honest. Well, especially after watching the Chris Holmes documentary, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest about the way you know these guys. They don't get they have to pay to play venues. Well, I know so, that. So yeah, so I don't think you'd be putting money in his pocket as much as you would at Penn's Peak. Well, no, it, it's not only that, but um, there's a documentary on Prime Video. Okay. Um, I think it's called Mean Man. It's Chris Holmes, mm-hmm. you know, the mm-hmm. one of the founders of Wasp, one of the, you know, the OGs, you know, and to hear the way that Chris Holmes and Randy Piper and the rest of the guys in Wasp were treated by Blackie Lawless, 
is really fucking sad. Mm. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, because if you notice, go back and look at the first Wasp album. Go back and look at the cover. They're all on the cover. Okay? Okay. They're all on the cover. Chris Holmes, Randy Piper, Mm -hmm. Blackie Lawless, and I can't remember the drummer's name at the time. Move on to The Last Command. Well, but no one was on that. That was a portrait, wasn't it? Or am I thinking of Headless Children? You're thinking of Headless Children. Okay. It's only Blackie. Yeah. And it became all about Blackie. Yeah, Inside the Electric Circus is inside also the only ele- Blackie. Yep, Inside the Electric Circus is <laughs> only Blackie. It became all about Blackie. Wow. To the point where that's why Chris Holmes left. Mm. Now, you said they have to pay? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, some places. Some places. Now, I'm sure that if I like any band that has any decent representation, they're going to get a certain guarantee mm-hmm. from a venue. Okay. Yeah. Now, whether it's, you know, $10,000 or whatever, they're going to get, they're going to make some money. Yeah. Okay. But now, nowadays where bands make their money, the, the, the music business has changed so drastically. Bands don't make money selling albums anymore. Correct. And they don't make money from streaming because the streaming rate is so fucking minuscule. Yeah, yeah like point, point zero penny. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's less than it's less than a tenth of a cent per stream. Yeah. Okay. So they're they're not making money on streaming and they're not making money on album sales because nobody's buying physical media anymore. Correct. Mm-hmm. So the only place that bands are making their money is touring and merch. merch. Yep. That's it. Yep. S- uh, Slipknot. Arguably the second biggest metal band in the world. Okay? Mm-hmm. Slipknot. They have never had an album that was profitable. Really? Yep. Straight That's... from Corey Taylor's mouth. They have never had an album an album that was profitable. They make their money touring. Yeah. Yeah, because the amount of people that have to get paid from every department, from the art department well, down to the mixing and the record label and the yeah, well, and the every, and, yeah, everybody. Well, and the label will front you the money. Okay, we're gonna pay for you to record. Got you. Yep. But yep. it's all recoupable. Okay, you have to pay that money back to your record label mm-hmm. before you can make any money, mm-hmm. and you also have to pay your representation you've got to pay your management you've got to pay your legal you've got to pay you know your graphics your graphic design team that design design the album cover um daniel dan malsh who owns sound mind studios mm-hmm. right you've got to pay dan yep mm-hmm. for you know for using they've got to pay dan to use his studio yeah they've got to pay andy wallace to come in and engineer this record. Mm-hmm. You know, that shit costs money. Yeah. You know, that shit, that, that's big fucking dollar. You know, and bands don't make, and nobody sells a million copies of an album anymore. Yeah. You know, nobody sells a million copies of an album anymore. And it, it really sucks because we grew up with physical media. Yeah. 
and we we always would have even even to the CD, you would have a physical piece of media with a booklet. Yep. Mm-hmm. And something you could look at. Yep. And something you can hold. Yeah, that's that's that was, and it still is. I mean, <laughs> and that's why we still buy them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I still, I just, I actually just got a couple more albums this weekend. Yeah, I got, I found at a consignment shop. All of these were under ten dollars. Um, accepts balls to the wall. Nice. I got, and that's, yeah, you know, and this is the same place I got the Joe Perry project, and uh, but I also found um, the soundtrack to Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band movie. Nice. And that was a double album. And I got the Star Trek soundtrack from Star Trek, the motion picture. Yes. I just had, it was Star Trek. I had to get it. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Yeah. But it's like, it, it's, I opened, I, and of course I took the albums out of the thing to kind of look to see. But they were pristine. Whoever had these took care of them. Nice. There was something in the Accept album, like an insert. Uh-huh. There's something, and I didn't look at it in the store. I still haven't cracked it open. But there's something in there. Because I have a Kiss album with a fourth of a poster from the solo albums. Ah. Yes. And I, unfortunately, my other solo albums don't have that. Right. They're incomplete. Yeah. They're, yeah but I, but, I, but whoever had this had that fourth of a Kiss poster in their album when they sold it to me. Right. You know? And that's another one that I bought. I think I bought all those albums for like like two bucks for a crate. <laughs> you got to love it. Yeah. Oh, back when yard sales were king. Oh, the 80s was such a wonderful because well when CDs came around, everybody's getting rid of their albums and cassettes and and yep. and they're getting rid of their albums in huge milk crates. Yep. And be like, you know what? Five bucks take the whole thing. I'm like done. <laughs> you know. And I have so much stuff. That's where I got like my, the majority of my collection. And the same thing with um when the, the Nintendo came around. Yeah. Everybody was getting rid of their old board games. And that's where I got that whole collection originally was from yard sales for quarters. You go online now, things that I paid a quarter for are going for 50 to to $100. Yeah, yeah. Does nothing more than piss me off to think all that's gone. Oh, yeah, from the flood. Yeah. that, that The albums I didn't lose, but all all my, but it's like all this stuff, like these old things that, you know, like the Bionic Man, Christ, and Crisis, and, you know, Bionic Crisis. It's a stupid game for kids, but you know what? Now try to find it. Yeah, and I and I owned it at one point for a quarter. Yeah, we. Uh, for, I, I forget how long ago it was. That I was talking to my sister about games we used to play when we would go camping in the camper. Yeah, and all the games are discontinued now. And to try and buy these games, there were four that actually there was five that come to mind. One was I don't know if you remember Go Climb a Mountain. Still available. It was a board game, and yeah, it had you had yeah, the guys levels. on the hooks. Yeah. Expensive. Mm-hmm. Fun City. That sounds familiar. It had a big, it had a big like building that you pushed to see what the turn was going to do. That's, that sounds familiar. Scavenger Hunt. That one I know. Payday. Definitely, I have that one. Fantasy Fantasy Forest. Never heard of that one. It's kind of like. Oh, if you say Lord of the Rings, no, 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 no. <laughs> it, it was, it was, it was, it was dungeon for kids. Like you, you D- dungeons not had no 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 you you, no, no. you went through like a board like you a can- know I like dungeons I know but, but like it's for kids no 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 I meant this was more like like cartoony oriented okay. you know the, the monsters that you had that you had to fight like on the cards they looked cartoonish okay you know but 
it, and it was more geared towards like my sister loved that game the mm. most out of all of us. But yeah, try, I'm looking at how much these fucking things are. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I I I I cry thinking about what some. Yeah, I mean, you you guys with. I mean, I had, you know, toys and games that would be worth a lot of, you know, a uh, uh, comparative a lot of mm-hmm. dough today. But I try I it it hurts my fucking heart thinking about what some of the music gear I've sold over the years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Same thing. It's oh, like, yeah. I still have. I still have in the cases that you ha- you can get to store them in all of my He-Man figures. All my vehicles, Castle Grayskull, Snake Mountain, Fright Zone. I have to unload them soon. Yeah. I have to. Why am I holding on to this shit? I don't know. But um, so uh, thank you guys uh, for joining the new Fantasy Football League. Yes. Yes. I got, uh, I'm still looking for like three players. My my brother-in-law is supposed to be joining us joining the league tonight. Right. I was going to say somebody messaged on your post that he'll go on. He's in. Yeah, that's my bro that's that's my brother. Okay. That's Mark. Yeah, I I couldn't have the I wanted to be the scumbag college. Right. And they wouldn't allow a scumbag. I wouldn't I wanted to be the fabulous bastards which which as you know has been yep. been your name. My name for years. And for some reason it would not allow bastards. So I I got I got pissed and I chose a really hardcore name. What'd you pick? The Munich Schmetterlings. Right. Because <laughs> a Schmetterling is is the German word for butterfly. That's right. And in Spanish, it's mariposa. But in Germany, a Schmetterling! <laughs> I, I, I couldn't think of a name on the spot. And I didn't want to. I was so sitting at work and I'm like, oh, fuck it. The Schmetterlings. How, how, did, you, how did that even pop in your head? Well, because. How I, do you know that word? <laughs> Because there's a German a, a bit by done by a comedian who's talking about all how everything sounds harsh harsh, harsh in harsh German in German and he's going through all these names that in in English and French and Spanish sound beautiful and lovely and I just remember just the end of it was like you know he's like in America it's called the butterfly in Spain it's called the mariposa in Germany it's called Dishmetterling <laughs> yes and like and if you there is YouTube videos out there if you look up like just like you know like the German pronounce and there are people that they'll sit in a round table and you'll hear like the French person say the word and when they get to the German dear god it's, <laughs> it's harsh as hell whatever yeah. it is yeah it, it, Germany German is a very harsh language yes <sighs> um yeah, I so I just decided to go with the uh, with the Exodus reference and fabulous disaster. There you go. There you we go. gotta do something. Yep. So uh, we got uh, right now. We have six out of ten teams. My brother in law is supposed to be signing up tonight, so we need like three other people. And I put out a call on Facebook, so hopefully we can get people from Facebook. Ugh. The the wash after that. I know. <laughs> I know. I, I, I felt, fantasy football leagues are hard to run. I gotta tell you, I felt greasy doing it. It's <laughs> fantasy. You I mean you always have about six dedicated people who will ride or die with that league, and then there's always four to six fuckwits mm-hmm. who who like won't show up to the draft, forget shit, will draft a kicker first. 
I mean, well, I uh, I I drafted a league last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I drafted a, uh, a buddy of mine, Carl Rolapi. Um, he has he started a league up again this year and yeah. invited me in. And I drafted last night. I felt dirty after this draft. Being a lifelong <laughs> Raiders fan, I felt fucking dirty because I went pretty heavy on the Chargers right. in this league. Uh huh. But I tell you what, man, they're look they're gonna. The Chargers are going to be tough. Well, they weren't bad last season. No. Uh, well, it came down to yeah. the final game of the season. We knocked them out of the playoffs. Thanks for the tips. Yes. Because I don't pay attention to shit for preseason. <laughs> so I need... you. It used to, I used to be good at fantasy because I would hang out at the Hungarian club. Uh-huh. And you listen to the old guys talking about names that I don't know who the hell they are. And then it's like I would sit down and remember those names and then, you know, get home. That's who I would draft, you know? I don't fucking pay attention to nothing. That's how I also do used to do the um, the whatever they call those brackets for basketball. Oh yeah, Fun, uh, mid, uh, March Madness. That's yeah, it. March Madness. I would listen to them, you know, and they would say, you know, they would oh. say, "Hey, you know, I think Wichita is going to do really good." Wichita, Wichita, you say, huh? <laughs> See, uh, well, well, last night, like I said, we drafted in Carl's league, and you're right, it's eight team league, eight teams, eight fucking teams. <laughs> And I think three of us were actually drafting live. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Now, what's funny is two weeks, three or three weeks into fantasy, you'll find a ton of people. Oh, I wish I would have known. Yeah. Yeah. But now, now, uh, you know what? We didn't draft this league yet, so I'm not going to say shit. No, no. Say shit. It's okay. This is by the time. Listen, here it is. By the time we draft. He'll forget. This, this will be already this will be on after so it's like this is future that's right so we've already drafted by the time people hear this so say everything you want but yeah but you're gonna hear it dummy <laughs> all right oh, i'm the dummy i came up with the plan but i'm the dummy you are a dummy um but i, I did do something kind of, that i would normally never do and i was really surprised he was still available in the last round i picked up a suspended player i drafted a suspended player deshaun watson no Oh, it's, it's take your pick because there's about a dozen or so suspended. DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, I got D Hop in the last round. D Hop comes back week seven. You know what? Okay, hang on. D Hop comes back week seven. My number one, my my wide receiver one, is Stephon Diggs. <laughs> Stephon Diggs's bye week is week seven. Nice. My second wide receiver. Look at this prick over here making. Fuck off. Hey, fuck my, off. My, <laughs> whatever. My 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 wide receiver two. His bye week is week eight. That makes sense. I got him. Yeah. Fucking last round of the draft. Yeah. I never pay attention to bye weeks. I. Uh, you we, have yeah, to. Yeah, we know. No, no, no. Yes, I. <laughs> You have to, you fucking... No, no, no you he don't. He doesn't. No, you don't. And then he scrambles. Fuck, I got to drop somebody. Oh, I don't do that. Okay, me. Usually what happens to mine, somebody's always getting injured or suspended. All right? I was the asshole. I was the asshole that picked up Tom Brady when he was on suspension. Right? Okay? And then it was like... And my, my plan was like, oh, shit. You know, it's Brady. He's, he's going he's gonna to fucking get off of this. 
And then it, it's like, oh, he's not going to get off of this. Fuck it. So I dropped him, right? Motherfucker gets off then. God damn you, Brady. Uh, two things. One, I, I did that one year, but I don't remember who it was for. Uh-huh. And as for Tom Brady, the one year I was able to get Tom Brady is the year that he got to fucking take it out in the first game and was out the whole goddamn season. What is your major malfunction, numbnuts? I forgot what mine says. It's not on. You got to turn it on. Yeah. Oh, that new Evil Dead redo is really fucking good. Wasn't it, though? Oh, my God, yes. Uh, complete, complete departure yeah. from any of the Sam Raimi stuff. But I was like, well, <laughs> like every time you thought it was going to end, it didn't. Right. Yeah, it was really good. And, and one of the things I love most about that is there was very little CGI. Most of that was the practical yeah. effects. Yeah. They did. Uh, that was such a fucking excellent movie. I was really, really, I really enjoyed uh, the reboot of the Evil Dead. Oh, that came out. Yeah, it came out a while ago. That I never awesome. saw it. Oh, 2013. That was awesome. Yeah, I never saw it, Bill. Oh, yep. I loved it so much. I, I, oh, I gotta watch that again. Yep. I got, I got, I must watch that again because I, I absolutely, I absolutely love that movie. They got it for me when it came out on the Blu-ray. Yeah. And oh, it was so wonderful. Yeah. You, you are not gonna believe what Jimmy is into now. What's that? Death Race movies. There's only two of them. No. No. See, it started with the, the reboot, the Jason Statham one. Okay. That's really good. Okay? Then they went downhill. They had Death Race 2, Death Race 3. Then they read a, redo a Death Race. The original Death Race, what was it, 3,000? 5,000? I don't remember. Just something thousand. But then we, had to watch, then we had to watch the original <laughs> from the 70s. And then there's like two more we got to watch. He's like, can't you just rent it, Dad? Come on. We just want to watch them so we can watch all. I'm like, I know the rest of them suck, but okay. <laughs> now, don't be like that. I watched them. They suck. Yeah, but you can't be like that. Don't look at I did wait, it. Wait, he's saying these movies suck. This is a guy who's a fan of the Fast and Furious. Well, they weren't terrible. Yes, they were. No, they weren't. I don't even have to watch them to know they're terrible. I mean, they're making a new one now. And unfortunately, they're not using my plot, which I thought was awesome. Okay? Vin Diesel's mom is an alien. Jesus Christ. And comes down, and they got to save they gotta save the planet. So they're driving their cars in space. Shut up. Where the fuck did you come up with this? Have, you saw the last one, right? No. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh, watch the last one and tell me my idea is fucking ridiculous. Okay? <laughs> Yeah, trust me on this. Ludacris is doing some shit, okay? Okay, now, now, maybe I don't get it because I'm not a car guy. I don't give a fuck about cars. Mm-hmm. I, I could not care less. And Vin Diesel is the rock with less talent. I am Groot. You're going to offend me. Huh? I am think? Groot. I'll give him credit for fucking making <laughs> yeah, but, making bank on that, but he's 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 the Rock with less talent and a and you know a terrible physique. Yeah, Vin Diesel has been has been acceptable. I'm not even gonna say good. He's been acceptable in exactly one fucking movie. The uh, Pitch Black. 
I was just going to say, what was the movie where they were on a planet and he had a, yeah. Pitch Black. Look, That's it. The thing is about the Do Fast we- and the Furious is they're not car movies. They're not. They're family movies. No. <laughs> no, no, they are. No. It's, it's all about the family relationship. No. That's what and the cars are just a backdrop to bring in like the, you know, the boneheads that don't, you know, that don't want a movie about a family. You see? I refuse. That's I re- just what it is. If if you ever wanted me to watch the Fast and Furious movies, you would have to do some serious clockwork orange shit. You know what? The next time you're in the hospital, we're going to give them a DVD and have them watch, make you watch them. No. Yeah, that's no. a plan. That's a plan. No. I'll I'll hit the fucking... <laughs> I'll hit the fucking sedative button. <laughs> no, no. We'll clockwork orange you. Put your damn eyes open. There you go. That's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> what you will do. And strap them. Oh, I thought you meant the Fast and the Furious would have to be like clockwork orange. No, you would have to. Where clock- they're beating people to It's a Wonderful World. No, you would have to do some clockwork orange <laughs> shit to me. You I'm, know, like. I'm sorry. I took that the wrong fucking way. Jesus Christ. Pin, pin my eyes open and make me watch this shit. <laughs> I totally get It's like Oh clockwork George Oh yeah We're just gonna have to Beat him while we're Wearing cod pieces And drinking milk That's what No Oh my I would God No Your mind is fucked up It is It is You could It totally is You couldn't pay me To watch those They're not terrible Yes they are I watched like 10 minutes of one And I'm like Nope I'm fucking done The first movie Was more of a, a More of a cop Undercover movie Kind of. Well, it, I don't know. It's the, gone in 60 I, seconds I with the worst fucking plot. The first movie for me was the second movie because you gave it to me out of order. But, <laughs> but hey, I'll tell you a movie you'll love. I just saw it. The Northman. Yeah, you told me about that yes. last week. I thought it's Conan the Barbarian it, with, with like true Viking shit. It's not like the Viking, like, like how to train your dragon shit. Yeah. I mean, these are Vikings. Being their Vikingness. That just came out not too long ago, correct? Yes. Where and, did you watch that? Uh, streaming on, fuck, was it? I think you Peacock. said it was on Peacock. It was on. It's on Peacock. And dear God, it is it is like Viking tales and Viking stuff and all the. It is just it's like pure Viking stuff, but there's none of that goofy shit in it. No hinga dinga durgan. No hinga dinga durgan. None of that. And it's like holy shit! It's fucking amazing. It's awesome. And it, but it, it really is like Conan the Barbarian, and if you, I mean, it's that's more or less the whole plot line going through. And yeah. damn it, it works. Yeah, I wanted, I wanted to go see that in the theaters. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know about seeing it in theaters. It's a long movie, but I mean, I sat and it's, it's enjoyable. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to. I do want to check that one out because you had said about it last week. But now we're getting, um, as we record, it's September first, so spooky season starting. Not only that, Penn State Purdue tonight. Yeah. What? The chicken people. Shut up. The no, Purdue University. Uh, they no, make the chickens. The boilermakers. The, the Purdue boilermakers. Oh, the, <laughs> the boilermakers. <laughs> they make boilers. Hey, get me a boilermaker. <laughs> yeah. Penn, yeah. Penn State and Purdue kick, uh, you know, college football kicks off this eh, week. Fuck college football. Yeah. If it, ain't the, if it ain't the Oklahoma Sooners, I don't care. What? I don't want watch college ball. Okay. You know? That's fine. I'm I, not saying anything bad about it. No, I'm fine. I don't know I don't know how you, you I, I don't I, know how people like you get I, into it so damn much. I, I, in eight years when your kids playing college football, what are you gonna do? 
What do you mean? I'm just saying. I don't know. In eight years, what am I going to do? What the, I don't know what I'm going to do in eight minutes. He'd be fucking, <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's like asking what I'm going to do in eight fucking years. Oh, God. If Ryan was playing college football, you'd be all over that shit. Yeah, but I wouldn't like, honest, honestly, I'm not much of a college type. Pro- I wouldn't be that. I would not be the father, okay, that has to have, you know, a Notre Dame dad or Penn State. Uh, okay, those are the only two colleges I really know, really. That's okay. That's fine. I know there's more. I'm sure there's more. There's, there's a lot more. Bill. I've heard of. I've heard of them. But I've heard of a few. Yeah, but I'm. I'm not gonna be like Wichita. That's a basketball team, though. He doesn't play basketball. So no, what about the what it's about a college? You numbskull. What about the Akron Zips? I'll take it. But I'm. But I'm not gonna be going around <laughs> like acting like I'm all big into that school and shit like that. I'm for more my kid playing than anything else. You know. I mean, he could he could play for the Toledo Mudhens. I'll be fine with that's it. A that's a baseball team. Baseball team. Fuck me. <laughs> what? The, the, how they, about the Cincinnati Bearcats? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, that's like a. I don't know what a Bearcat is. Is that isn't that a tractor of some sort? No. No. Well, there's no such thing as a Bearcat. Well, yeah, that's they, like some D and D shit. There, you just mix into animals. Isn't like a, a different name for like. I don't know. We're going to be stupid here. Uh, okay. Don't, all right, my college people. You could just name off fucking animals, and I'm sure there's a college that has them. Well, I'm still trying to... I mean, I'm I'm an Oklahoma fan, and I'm trying to figure out what the fuck a Sooner, <laughs> a sooner is. is. Sooner or later, they get there. Exactly. That's, true. that's what a Sooner is. No, a Sooner is a boat, isn't it? No, that's a That's a schooner. <laughs> but they're, they, they, come out, they come out in a wagon. They come out in a wagon. Well, yeah. That's like a boat. It's the boat of the prairie. Dude, dude, fuck you. Fuck. <laughs> I can't argue his logic. I can't either. <laughs> oh, but my logic. And then riding the waves of dust. <laughs> See, now, like, I was born and raised in Pennsylvania. And there's only one Pennsylvania sports team I root for. Flyers. No. Oh, Penn State Wrestling. Bingo. Penn State Wrestling. It's the only fucking Pennsylvania team I root for at all. College football. Yeah. College football. I'm a Sooners. I'm an Oklahoma Sooners fan. Why? I've always just been. I've always just liked the Sooners. Yeah, but, yeah. I understand. Okay. There has to be a reasoning why, though. Well, back in the back in the '80s when I started watching college football, the Sooners were really good. Ah, so you're a bandwagon jumper. At the time, I might have been. Well, he, well, when you're 10 years old. Yeah. Hey, I'm just saying, hey, you're going to laugh. Cowboys fan. Fuck you. Exactly. Fuck nope, you. Nope. nope. You eat shit. When I you started watching shit. football, the Cowboys were really good. I, wa- I started watching that when, I, when, when they became a team. That was like the team that was like fresh and new and everybody loved that. They the became 60s. a team in the 1960s, you fucking retard. Yeah. Whenever it happened, like my mom was into and so I became. So there. It wasn't. It was a legacy thing, man. Legacy. And then they started winning championships. As with me as a fan, I got to see the three in the nineties while being. You know how pissed off I was at that too. I had the jackets. Go ahead, yeah, asshole. What is your major malfunction, nuts? I had the jackets. I had the hats. I had the shirts. I had all the stuff. And then after Dallas wins the championships, I get called a fucking bandwagon jumper. Bullshit. Oh, come on now. That ain't even bullshit. <laughs> that's horse shit. So that's, I've been, a, yeah, I'm no bandwagon jumper. And I still take heat from it. 
now when everybody, oh, you know, like the last time Dallas, uh, you know, one, one last time they won, the VCRs were in. Yeah, Nickelback had a number one hit. Fuck you's all. All right, now. That was before then. But still, fuck you's all. They're going to win another championship. Not in your lifetime. (laughs) Oh, it'll be in my lifetime. It will be in my lifetime. Okay, not in Ezekiel Elliott's career. Nope. Or in Dak Prescott's nope. career. Nope. It's this year. This is the year. They say it every year. I, and you know What's what? What's that meme they show to cycle? And it's one, our year. Oh, and no, one no, no. year I'm going to be right. So there. Uh, okay. <laughs> Let, let's be honest here. I'm getting hot on the collar. Take there's, your jacket off. There's, there is not a team in the NFC East that's going to fucking get within sniffing distance of a Super Bowl in the next couple of years. You are correct. No, stop that. It is the weakest division in football by far. What the hell happened to Saquon Barkley? I, I don't know. It has to be the line. I, I can't think of anything else. Well, I mean, he I mean, he blew his ACL two yeah, years ago. Yeah, yeah. He blew his ACL two years ago. And the Giants line has been dog shit for yeah, years. Yeah. Uh Saquon is getting no help. He's getting no help. They have a fucking dog shit line. They have a dog shit quarterback. Uh, that's that's the other. Yep. Because you can just key on one player. Right. Who's the quarterback? Manning? Uh, no. What? <laughs> no, Eli retired. Danny Jones. When did he retire? Eli Manning? Yeah. Three years ago? I was going to say when they drafted Jones. Jesus. Uh, yeah, Daniel Jones. And, and they actually benched Eli during a game, yeah. I think. Yeah, that's that's me on the pulse of the NFL. Well, well <laughs> and, and this was this was fucking great. Um, their coach at the time, he got fired at the end of the season. Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> um, he benches Eli Manning. Okay, and everybody's like, "What are you doing?" We can't win with Eli Manning at quarterback. Motherfucker has two Super Bowl rings. What do you mean you can't win with him? Mm. Yeah, fucking dipshit. Um, speaking of dipshits, um, the Raiders have pretty much successfully purged. I saw that. Um, the entire Mike Mayock, John Gruden draft class. Yeah. I, uh, what from what year was that? 20- from from nineteen to twenty one. Yeah. Hmm. Um, because of- they they released. The, the the last one to go was Alex Leatherwood, who was their first over their first round pick last year. They right. released him. Okay. And the other ones are in jail. <laughs> uh, well, Henry Ruggs is in jail. Damon Arnett was released. Okay. Yeah. And now the other three, um, Cleland Farrell, Jonathan Abram, and Josh Jacobs, they've refused. Their their fifth year contract offers, really? Yep. Going into the season, they refuse to pick up their fifth year options. They're making them play for new deals. Wow. Where where do you guys like get your information from? Um. Well, I follow six different Oakland Raiders or Las Vegas Raiders pages on Facebook. Oh. And I follow. Uh, Adam Schefter on Twitter, and I follow the Raiders on Twitter, and I, that's NFL where, memes is a good one too. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> NFL memes is a good one. That's that's got some funny shit. Yeah. Um, what about TV channels? Because I don't do that. ESPN. I'm not, I'm not doing that internet shit or NFL Network. What do you mean internet shit? 
That's all you I do don't, is internet I'm, shit. I'm, no, bullshit. I'm not on Twitter. I didn't say Twitter. He did. He said Twitter twice. Well, I'm on, twi- I'm on Twitter. That's not the internet. That's part of the internet. Twitter is the internet. Yeah. Twitter's part of the internet. I stay the hell off of that. You know, I, I'm, I barely do Facebook. Yeah, I... Uh, I the I, websites I frequent are YouTube and Board Game Geek. I now I follow a bunch of different Raiders pages, yeah. and I follow a, a bunch of different NFL pages, and I you know NF if you're gonna just rely on TV, ESPN, NFL Network. Yep. Hmm. Maybe I should start watching it. You know I have won a championship before too. Yeah, yeah I know. It's yeah. it's I, you it's, stubbed your toe doing it. Hey, you know what though? It's yeah, but I still fucking did it. Okay, I beat everyone in the. It's mine. I got one too. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, and Andy Andy folded the league before I could get one. I wanted one of them trophies. You can buy one. <laughs> no, I gotta I gotta win it. No, you can just buy it. I mean, look, you're you're now you're the commissioner, right? Uh huh. You're supposed to be able to bend the rules, like like that's what I tried to do when I had my league. We know. I know you did. Yeah. Well, you know the problem is, you know, I invited too many fucking ringers. You know what? People that actually know how to play the game. Exactly. Exactly. I pretty much had a bunch of people who had never even known what fantasy football was. And then three or four people that did. The problem is the three or four people. Jeez, Christ, rise to the top. Fuck my chances. Well, yeah, but that's how it works. No, that's not how it's. It's my league. And I'm trying to look. I've always accused. You know, I've accused Andy of like molding his league to screw me over. Right. And he probably didn't. He probably was very fair and all that. I legit tried to screw people over. It was like I was, I was, well, I was the definition of a horrible commissioner. I'm gonna, and s- I still didn't get a fucking trophy. It's bullshit. All I'm gonna say is, come Sunday when we draft for the Ono oh Not Them League, uh, you draft fifth, you draft sixth. I want to draft first. Nope. No, I should draft. You're first. not getting back to back picks ever. Whoa, wait. <laughs> I take too long. No, you know what? You know what? I probably will because I'm probably going to be last in the league, which should make me numero uno. No, 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 no. We don't do that. No, what do you mean we don't do that? It's, it's a random draft. The season. It's a random draft. To do? That's bull. I would never. You what? Okay. Hold on. Jim, you're drafting fifth. Yes. Bill, you're drafting sixth. Why, why, why do I got to draft after him? That's not fair. You're both drafting middle of the pack because that's not that w- fair to Flair. I, I don't care. You got to be fair to Flair. And I'm not drafting first, and I'm not drafting tenth. I'm going to draft second. Bullshit. You know what? It's going to be a complete. In all honesty, it's a random order. It's I, I, I'm doing random order. Yeah, yeah. If I I swear to God, if it comes up, you you guys are five and six, and I'm number two. Oh, you didn't do it yet? No, I didn't <laughs> rank. I didn't rank. Oh, that's right. You got to wait until you have yeah. a full league. Yeah, I got to wait until um, the league's full. I had a question. And it went out the window. No, it, it, like, it, was, it was there, too, about, <laughs> a, about the league. It was something very important about the league. Well, it couldn't Oh, have... how much of a time do we have? It's two minutes. That's too long. That's... You have two minutes for picks. No, that's way too that's long. That's ESPN standard. You know why it's too long? Because there's assholes out there. Who will take the full fucking two minutes to pick? I know that because I'm one of those assholes. You're gonna regret you having it in two minutes. I promise you that. Well, <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> we have a slack wagon like Jim in the league. Oh, 
Well, the first thing I'm going to do is I got to make sure because I had a problem one year. He, he's going to draft Jimmy Garoppolo first. No, I who's no he? No way. Crazy. He's on his way out. He's not even starting. I don't think. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. That wanna, sounds like a kicker name. They want to. They want to. They want to push Trey Lance hard. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Wait, wait quarterback. Wait, hold quarter- on. Hold on. Is the guy's name Trey Lance hard or Trey is- Lance? So his name is Trey Lance. Yes. Right. They want to push him Cause, hard. Cause, okay. Well, the word, the way he said they want to push Trey Lance hard. I thought the word Trey Lance hard was his name. No, it's Trey Lance. He's the, oh god, this fucking is gonna kill me. He's the rook- Jesus Christ. Why do I do this every year? He's the rookie quarterback for the Niners. Jesus Christ. I don't know these freaking. Remember when I got fucking the the quarterback for the Raiders confused? What was his name? Derek Carr. No, not Derek Carr. The other guy. Give me quarterbacks of the Raiders. Oh, boy. Well, recently? No, this is back when we were bowling. He had a name that was similar to another player. Marcus Mariota. No, not Marcus Mariota. Uh, shit, when we were bowling, that would have been Jamarcus Russell. That's it, Jamarcus Russell. Because I got Jamarcus Russell mixed up with um, the other Russell. Kurt Russell. With Russell Wilson? Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson. Oh, Jesus. I got, I got Jamarcus Russell and Russell Wilson mixed up in my head. And I couldn't get him straightened out. And, and he, he, one was a Raider, and he is giving me such the fucking stink guy, you know. Yeah, and one's a fucking Seahawk. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm talking. Well, now a Bronco. Yeah, and which what, one? Who's still playing? Russell Wilson. Okay. Jamarcus Russell, he was a bum. Fuck. Um, whatever happened to Marcus Mariota? Mariota is in... Where the fuck did Mariota go? He was at Tennessee for a hot minute, wasn't he? Well, that's where he started. Yeah. Um, Mariota. Oh, he went to Atlanta. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Marcus, up, no. That sounds like an Indy driver. No. Matt Ryan, I think, is in Indy. What the fuck did I see? And I'm starting to sound like Bill. Shut the fuck up. You know what? One of my uh, while, while he's looking that up, I got to tell you, one of my favorite things I used to do when we were in Flea Flicker. You remember Flea Flicker? Oh, yes. yeah. Okay. When, we, when I would go there, they would have mock drafts that people would have to kind of sign up for and go in, right? Mm-hmm. And people took these very seriously. Oh, you didn't. Oh, I didn't very at all. So I would sign up for as many dra- these mock drafts <gasps> as I could. And as soon as I got in there, first thing I picked was a kicker. Ruined the whole fucking draft. Fucked everybody up. <laughs> oh, kicker in a defense. Oh, no, it, all I had to do was pick a kicker. And all of a sudden, like, oh, the hate messages I was getting and they said, Oh, you're, I'm going to report you and all this. other, And I did it like so many times. Yeah, that's right. I was such a bad troll. Um, but yes, Matt Ryan is now is playing in Indy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Matt Ryan's playing in Indianapolis and Marcus Mariota is playing in Atlanta. Are they good? They're not very good teams at this point. I don't, I don't care about the teams. I'll draft fucking Miami Dolphins. If you're gonna do, if you're gonna do that, don't. Actually, my strategy for every year is basically this. Actually, yes, draft Miami no, Dolphins. Hold on, let me let me ex- let me explain my strategy. Their defense I, is superb. Because my strategy and their quarterback. Con- considering in over the twenty years I've been doing this, I have one trophy. We can tell this is a winning strategy, because the year that I actually won the trophy, all I did was I I went. I had a, a fake, like another league set up like in the ether and whoever people were picking up, I was picking up them the next day in my own league. 
I did no fucking research. I was piggybacking on somebody else's shit that they know they're talking about. But my strategy every year has always been, I look at the eight teams that are the playoff teams. Okay. And I try to only draft from those teams. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Well, I'll I'll tell you what. (laughs) And, and... Dallas. I'm going to give you your I'll give you your free fantasy advice for t- for for our draft, yes. okay? With your first pick, I want you to take Tua Tagliavoa. I don't like that name. I don't like that name. I won't take him. He was an awesome quarterback at Alabama. I don't believe either of you fuckers. You're both leading me astray. National championship. Nope. Did he win it once or twice? Uh Twice. I'm going to take Reggie Bush because he's a Heisman winner. There you go. Go ahead. Yes, do that. Take okay. Jason Witten. Okay. Yes, definitely Jason Witten's on my team this year. Frank Gore. Yep. Oh, Gore. Don't forget to pick Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice, always. When Jerry it gets Rice. when it gets down to kickers, he picks Sebastian Janikowski. Oh, no, 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 no. Always pick a Dallas kicker because Dallas, no matter what, kicks a lot. You can't forget Eli Manning either. Yes. No, I'm not. You said he was retired. I'll okay. take Peyton. I was going to say take Peyton. <laughs> take Peyton Manning. Or Cooper. Cooper! Cooper Manning! Yes. Uh, no, you know who you should pick as your as your other quarterback? Hmm. You should pick Randall Cunningham. <laughs> or Roger Stallback. You know, you know what? You know what always bothered me about Pick my, Danny White. What always... <laughs> I know who that is. Fuck you. Now, every what pissed me off every year is that after I would always do the draft... I would get Lee and Andy and all like the football ringers to tell me how great a team I actually drafted accidentally was. And then the team, just like Bubba Wallace in NASCAR, first lap hits the fucking wall. Oh, dude. Dude, <laughs> a couple, uh, a year or two ago, I ended up with number one overall pick. I'm picking Christian McCaffrey. One year I had I had Saquon and Christian. Okay. Well, I picked Christian McCaffrey number one. Saquon Barkley goes number two. Okay. Week one. Blown ACL. Christian, Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Week one. Blown ACL. Saquon Barkley. <laughs> I had I had I had Saquon his rookie year. And then that's when we were going to do keepers. And they're like, you can't keep those two guys. That's unfair. That's what Andy was saying. That's when he changed it to one guy. Yeah. I never I never like keepers. I don't like keeper leagues either. I don't like keeper leagues either. I thought, I, I actually thought about doing a salary cap league. That's. Mm, that's a little, that's, it's yeah, more difficult. Yeah, it is. I still say, were you, were you in my points only league? Yes. That was fun as hell. Fucking scoring thousand a thousand plus points every week. You weren't in my points league. No. Okay. Every yard is a point. Yes. Jesus. God. Even kickers. If you kick a thirty yard field goal, that's thirty points. Thirty, 30 points. points. Every we, yard is a point. Yeah. We, we <laughs> were getting we were getting like a hundred points out of defenses. Yes. Could you believe even this league of all had ties in it too? Yeah. Didn't didn't Andy change make decimals then? He might have. I well, don't... well, the ESPN standard rules yeah. are de- have decimals, but if it does come down to a tie, then it goes by bench points. Got you. Yeah, that's yeah. how that's how I did it. But because Andy Andy never did ties, Andy would keep a tie. Well, well, Andy, well, Andy also would do um, like 
Because ESPN, you can have ties. Because I've been in ESPN leagues where you ha- where there were ties. But our league, there's going to be no ties. Good. It's going to go. D- Got to have a winner. It's going to go down to the bench. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're going to have bench be the tiebreaker. And the bench is tie. If the bench is tie, then it's the, p- uh, the player with the highest, highest scoring points. player. Okay. Okay. Like, say, yep. say Bill. Bill's highest player scores 27.3 points. Mm-hmm. Damn right. And your highest player scores 27.5 points. I you win. Would win. Loser. Damn it. Why do I have to lose in that scenario? Because. Get used to it. Another league I wanted to start up. And this is one that, you know, you have to. They, my leagues are more fun leagues. Right? Well, that's what this is. You have your, you have your, your, uh, your opening, your quarterback, running backs, wide receivers, and all that. Right? And. You have to start a full roster or you automatically lose that week. No bench. Okay. I, I, I've thought about the no bench league too, mm-hmm. but like uh, the old country harvest league. Yeah. The way we used to draft that league, you had to pick your starting lineup before you could pick bench players. Well, that's the way it should be done. You had a, you had a fill. I know what you're saying. Who? You had a fill. Yeah. yeah. All of but all, who would pick bench like well no you during would, the game no you would have to fill I know what you mean yeah yeah that's how I do it your lineup yeah before you picked like a second quarterback exactly and that's how it should be that's how I do it but now see now the thing is I normally don't go for a quarterback until round five or six I <laughs> I'm picking I'm picking up skill positions first I'm picking up running backs and wide receivers first. I'm stocking up on them. So that's what a skill position is. Yes. Look, I don't normally hear this in-depth shit, okay? In-depth. But but what I did, what I did in the, in uh, I just joined a random-ass league uh, on ESPN. What I did was I I ended up getting, um, like my first tight end was, uh, I think I got George Kittle. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got, uh, it was either him or Kelsey. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the top shelf tight ends. Yeah. The next round, Darren Waller's still on the board. I have a flex position. There you go. Fucking Darren Waller's my flex. Yep. And now I have a backup tight end too. <sighs> now what do we have but, here? We but have- in that in that same league, I got Josh Allen as my QB1. And my backup quarterback, I have Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yes, your backup. <laughs> Holy fuck! So we have we have we have QB. Are you oh, okay? Did you get a shock? No, just I thought it was knocking this over. It's QB, two running backs, two wide receivers, a flex tight end, defense, and kicker. Wait, okay. a flex and a tight end? Yes. I don't like it. Then don't play. No. What, what about defense? Dude, I said defense, said you defense. fucking nitwit. Oh, I'm sorry. Right, right I, before kicker. Okay, I must have been interrupting. Fuck off. <laughs> Misfire. You're the one that got shocked. Look. Uh, I still I still think of the fucking hospital. Okay, Bill, where do we go from here? I don't know. I wasn't listening. <laughs> Look. Well, there was three of us there. I figured at least one of us would She have was been talking listening. to you. Yeah, but I didn't think I had to listen. Wait a minute. <laughs> Somebody is giving you directions. What the fuck do you do? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. 
This is why I drink. This is this is why I don't drive anywhere because I'll fucking get us lost just leaving town. Yeah, but we'll end up at a Burger King instead of a fucking Waffle House. I wish I had filled with that day. You were so angry. It was so much fun to just sit back and giggle at that. Oh, you and Lewis had a ta- had a had a blast with that, didn't you? <laughs> Oh, but shit. Eric, you can get left now. I don't want to go. But Eric, you can get left late now. We're like, fuck it. We're Berkey. Shut up. <laughs> After seeing a great night of wrestling. Oh, shit. And hanging out with my, hanging out with my friend, Matt. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, speaking of Riddle. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you watched any of Raw. Not this past I, week. I watched a promo between him and, um. Oh. Monday Night Messiah. Uh, between him and Rollins. Yeah. Oh, Dude, either um, either Matt was legitimately angry, or he sold it exceptionally well. I think oh. I think I think he sold it. well. I think so too, because I don't think that uh, I don't think Seth is that dumb to not no to go no to go into business for himself like that. Yeah, with no. a person like Matt Riddle. No, mm-hmm. no, I don't think so either. I think I think the whole thing it was, was all worked. Yeah, I think and, it was and all I worked. think it was beautiful because it made to me it made Matt stop looking like. Like a fucking know, goof, like Shaggy. Yeah, you know, um, and really made him look like he was going to tear shit up. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying Matt's a goof because he's not. No, no, but not the at way, all, the, not at all. the way he he's been portrayed. Yeah, you know, as like you know the fucking stoner dude. Well, what happened was, um, during the quote unquote aired portion of the promo, mm-hmm. Matt Riddle says to Seth Rollins, "There's one man in your family, and it's Becky." Oh, okay. Oh, so because Beck, well, Becky Lynch calls herself the man, mm-hmm. and that's Seth Rollins' wife in real life. Mm-hmm. Well, um, they go to a break and they come back, and Jimmy Smith says, the, the lead announcer for mm-hmm. Raw says, um, during the break we kept the cameras rolling on the interview between Matt Riddle and and Seth Rollins, and we want to show you this footage now. And Rollins says to Matt. Uh, you want to bring families into it. How about, let's talk about your family, Matt. Oh, wait, you don't have one because your wife left you and took your kids <laughs> and they don't want to see your dumb ass anymore. And Riddle proceeds to freak out. You know, I'm not going to beat, I'm not going to beat you up. I'm going to fuck you up. Like dropped F-bombs. Oh. That they, they digitized his mouth and bleeped it out. Yeah. I'm going to fuck you up. Where the fuck are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a good promo. It was gr- an outstanding promo, and I cannot wait for yes. Saturday. And I think it fine. And if, if, if I think, in all, honesty, in all honesty, I think that's the promo that was needed. Yeah. To get Matt Riddle away from the scooter riding. Yeah. Good times kind of thing. Because he, he is a serious, legit. Like, He's a badass. Yeah. And 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 I'm glad to let him portray him as that. Let let this fight be a, a hell of a, a fight. Well, I mean, let's let's be completely real here. If Matt Riddle were to go into business for himself in mm-hmm. a wrestling match, yep. okay, mm-hmm. like just completely say fuck what they say we're gonna do. I'm gonna beat the shit out of this guy. Okay. Yep. There's maybe two guys on the whole roster that are gonna beat him. And that's Brock Lesnar and maybe Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think he might 
if he got the, if the fight got to the ground, he could probably tap either one of them if the fight got to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but like somebody like Seth Rollins, who's a great professional wrestler and a, a, a fantastic athlete in a legitimate fight, Matt's going to rip him to shreds. You know, this is a guy that fought at the highest levels of MMA. You know, mm-hmm. he, he, you know, 10, nine or 10 fights in the UFC, you know, the, the, he's a legit badass. You know, the brown belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Jesus Christ. Um, mm-hmm. You know, legit one-punch knockout power. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a fucking bad dude. And WWE chased him for a long time. Yeah. And he didn't he didn't need the WWE. Didn't need him. No. Well, he was he was he was wrestling for Evolve. And he was wrestling for Evolve. And then he got tours with a company called Progress over okay. in England. Now, Progress was flying him over to Europe about once a month, once every two months. Mm-hmm. And they put their fucking title on him. <laughs> An American dude that they're flying in. Yeah. And they put the belt on him. Because the one time we went down to mm-hmm. see him, it, he's got he's got the, the Progress belt with him. And I'm like, dude, you let me check that out. You know, he fucking hands it to me. And then the next time I go to, yo, where's the belt? Oh, shit, I forgot it in my car. <laughs> oh my <laughs> better God. go get that. <laughs> you know, but, you know, I, I'm glad I'm with you, man. I'm glad to see them, you know, portraying him as a legitimate badass. Mm-hmm. And t- on Saturday night, that's going to be one of the best matches of the night. Mm-hmm. Riddle and Riddle and Rollins are going to tear the house down. Yep. That's going to be really fucking good. <laughs> it's going to be really good. And uh, I, I'm very happy with what I'm seeing from the WWE since Triple H has taken over creative. Yeah. You know, since Vince retired. Um, well, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, was forced into retirement. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you see there was another one came out? Another $5 million in hush money. Again. Yeah. Oh, again. Um, yeah, I'm really happy with the things that I'm seeing. Um, they gave, they gave Matt, they gave Riddle his first name back. Yep. Uh, he's Matt Riddle again, instead of just Riddle. They gave Austin Theory his name, first name back. He's not just Theory anymore. Um, they're allowing him to use the words belt and wrestler (laughs) and wrestling. Yeah. You know, that, that was the biggest change so far. Yeah. That like the terminology changed like overnight yeah which did they did i i want to did the miz talk about that at all no miz. because i know i know pre all this miz was doing a promo against somebody and he was correcting somebody about oh that was against cody yeah that was against cody when he was saying about sports entertainment yeah yeah um well now no it's uh and, and you know another thing I'm happy to see is uh, they brought back uh, they brought back Dexter Loomis. Mm-hmm. They brought back Karrion Cross, and they're making Karrion Cross a badass again. They're making him, you know, a fucking monster again. They, they're they letting Kevin Owens be the Kevin Owens from NXT, mm-hmm. the prize fighter. You know, just a dude who's going to come out and beat the snot out of him. Yeah. I heard a rumor that Braun Strowman's coming back. Yeah, that's a fucking mistake. Why? <laughs> He's a big goof one trick pony. He's you, never You need big goof one trick ponies. Yeah, just don't push him to the top of the card. 
You know, you, you need that. Don't push him to the top of the card. Yeah, they're not going to do another big show thing. Uh, God, I hope not, because at least show had talent. No. <laughs> show had talent. Uh, show had charisma. No, I, I love Big Show. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, Braun Strowman is boring. He's boring. He's one-dimensional. And I, I wish Brock Lesnar would have beat him up more. <laughs> well, I'm sure they're going to. It might be just, I just saw one of those flashing rumors go by. Yeah, I saw it too. Yeah. Um, another thing that they're doing right is they're they're using Tommaso Ciampa as yeah. a badass. Yeah. Ciampa's a bad dude. I've been a fan of his since his time in Ring of Honor. This, when, he, when he was the Sicilian psychopath. Mm. There's a name. <laughs> Fucking the Sicilian psychopath, Tommaso Ciampa. I, I've always been a big fan of his. Um, last night's AEW was actually pretty interesting. Um, remember I was saying about having, they had Moshley, uh, Moxley, Moshley. They had John Moxley squash yeah. CM Punk in four minutes. Yeah. Well, Punk's going to get his win back on Saturday, on Sunday. Okay. Because he signed the quote unquote open contract to face Moxley at all out in Chicago. You know, they're not going to be Chicago's his hometown, isn't it? Right. Yeah. They're not going to beat Punk in Chicago. <laughs> they're not going to beat See, Punk that, in Chicago. And maybe that's why that they did that whole thing to, to build for but this. But now if you're going to do that, and I don't disagree with giving Punk his win back and putting the belt back on Punk. I don't disagree with it at all. Punk is a baby face. Mm-hmm. Now what they have to do at the end of that match, there's only one thing that makes sense. MJF comes out and beats Punk down. Mm-hmm. Beats Punk like he owes him fucking money. Yep. And then MJF is your next title challenger. There you go. And you put the belt on MJF, who is far and away, hands down, without a shadow of a fucking doubt, the best, most believable heel in professional wrestling. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's like a new, the new Piper. Oh. Oh, Jesus. In his own words, I'm better than Piper in Portland. Mm-hmm. Wow. This guy in this guy back in the territory days, he'd have been stabbed and shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no shit. Garen fucking teed. I'm, oh, su- I'm surprised he hasn't been in the non-territory days. Oh yeah, because he don't turn it off. No, he does. He does not break kayfabe. Nope, ever. At meet and greets, he charges twice at what anybody else charges for meet and greets. I remember you saying that. Yep. And like he'll get away from me, flip a kid off. Yep. Get away from me. Oh my god. Yep. And the funniest stuff ever was when Danhausen would. That's why I said for those two to work a program because he just he was legitimately hated Dan like well hated Danhausen. Yeah, and just like you know, it didn't matter. It was you know how much he could you know benefit from that. Nope, get away, get out of my. I'm calling security on you. Yeah, go away. You're trespassing. Yeah, I I I I fucking love MJF. Yeah, the best heel in wrestling. Yeah, everybody else plays along with Danhausen, not MJF. He, he, he ain't got time for that shit. No, no, crazy. Oh, but yeah, um, it's actually going to be a very, very full weekend of wrestling for mm. me because there's uh, NXT Worlds Collide. I'm actually going to watch an NXT show because I'm interested. They're doing a title unification match between Tyler Bate, who's the NXT UK champion, yeah. and Braun Breaker, Rick Steiner's son. Okay. Who is the current NXT champion? Mm. They're doing a title unification between them two at 
worlds collide. Saturday night is, or Saturday afternoon, I'm not sure of the time, is Clash at the Castle yeah. from WWE over in Cardiff, Wales. And in that one, that's where we're going to have Rollins versus Riddle. Um, a six-woman tag match that I couldn't give two shits about. Um, but the other big one for that is uh, uh, Drew McIntyre mm-hmm. against Roman Reigns for the undisputed title. Yeah. I would like to see them get the belt off of Roman for a little while. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's going to happen until Cody Rhodes comes back. Yeah. makes It makes the most sense. If Cody can get back for the Royal Rumble, have Cody win the Rumble, yeah. he wins the belts at WrestleMania. Perfect. one Perfect one-year arc. Yep. Even with an injury. Mm-hmm. Perfect one-year arc. And then Sunday is AEW All Out. There's a lot of... A lot of interesting stuff on that. Um, uh, who the hell is it? It's uh, FTR and Wardlow against Jay Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns, which is okay. going to be really good. Uh, the finals of the AEW Trios Tag uh, Six Man Six Man Tag Title Tournament. Yeah. They call it Trios mm-hmm. though, um, because you know, it's Mexican, you got to have that and, or you got to have Japanese influence or some, you know, mm-hmm. some sort of mm-hmm. bullshit. Um, a four-way match for an interim women's title, which should be pretty good if Hikaru Shida doesn't fucking potato everybody else in the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping Tony Storm wins that. And John Moxley against CM Punk for the undisputed AEW world title. That's going to be fucking good. It's, gonna, it's not going to be four minutes. Nope. And I got a feeling Punk is going to get his win back yeah. in Chicago. And to Tony Khan, if you're listening, do this for me. <laughs> Tony, fucking pay MJF. Get him to Chicago. End of the match. He comes out. He beats up Punk. There's fucking money. That's a license to print money. MJF versus CM Punk. Yes. Saturday, I am going to be watching on Paramount because I found out it's streaming there. The Taylor Hawkins tribute concert from London. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm not gonna. Wa- I don't. I think it's at 11:30 a.m. Okay. Well, I gotta. Like I said, I gotta figure out uh, what time Clash at the Castle yeah. is because I do want to watch the Taylor Hawkins tribute. And then they're show. having one at the end of the month in, in LA. LA. Yeah, I want to watch that because I'm a huge. Huge Foo Fighters fan and a huge Taylor Hawkins yeah. fan. Great drummer. And they're going to have a lot of special guests and shit yeah. like that. I'm, I'm really excited for this. Yeah. As long as Lars doesn't play drums on anything, <laughs> I'll be happy. I'll be happy. Uh, we got uh, tickets to a comedy show oh, yeah? up, up in uh, Wilkes-Barre for Saturday. Who are you going to see? I don't know. I, I forget the name. <laughs> There's a surprise. No, well, look, I, I love stand-up comedy. And I used to go to Wisecrackers down at the Ramada. Yep, yep. They've, they've closed up. I absolutely love going. I love stand-up comedy. I love improv comedy. Unfortunately, we have nothing in this area that has that. Yeah. And so we decided this is what we want to do because finally we have a weekend off together. Mm-hmm. Nice. And the house is done, so we're going to go up to the Mohegan Sun and see, it's two comedians and an MC. Um, that's a master of ceremonies. They don't normally do the comedy, but they bring some funny as well. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't think you've ever been to a comedy show. I have. 
they're fun. They are. And, and improv shows, I they had one in Mannheim used to do Friday nights at the improv. Okay. Oh God, I love improv comedy is the best. You know, uh, and the the one I remember the most there, they say everybody you know reach in your pocket, take something out, and we'll do a riff on it, right? There was like a sheriff's deputy there. So he takes his badge out of his pocket. Uh huh. And mm-hmm. they are just not only they're having a great time, they're they're just screwing around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like he's the one that offered up his badge to these bunch of improv people, right? Yeah. And then when like, you know, the show's over, they won't give the badge back. <laughs> right? Because they're just joking that they're gonna go out and start pulling people over or this, that, and the other thing. He started getting pissed off. No. And started like, you know, being a bit of an asshole. And the one guy, and we're sitting like right near him. And the one guy says, listen, guys, we're just actors. We're having fun here. Okay, here's your damn badge back. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, they're just, they're, nobody's going to go pulling people over. And, you know, it's like they're having fun. He was legit getting pissed off. It's like, well, don't give him your badge, stupid. <laughs> exactly. You fucking nitwit. But, yeah, improv, there's like, Madison, Wisconsin has a great improv and comedy scene. Yeah. I'll never get there because it's Wisconsin. Yeah. I mean, that's where they that, have airplanes. They Well, I mean, but that's it's Wisconsin, man. It's but, like, I mean, that's where that's where Chris Farley came out of. Oh, yeah. You know, I Farley came out of Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, and well, he worked his way down to Second City, yeah. down to Chicago. Which is another, you know, great comedy scene. I just for the just for the nostalgia and, you know, the history, I would love to get out to L.A. and go to the comedy store. Oh yeah, you know, g- just to go out there because of all all of our favorite comics have played mm-hmm. there, you know, and Paulie Shore too. <laughs> He's okay. Uh, I mean, I tell you what, I I would I wish I wish there was improv stuff around here. I would I would actually probably sign up and do classes. Yeah, because, that would be that but, would be fun because I'm already funny as it is. Yes, but I can be more funny. We can all be more funny. Sure, <laughs> I would. I would. I would do that too, like an improv, an improv class. I, yeah, and I absolutely. I mean that. That yeah, those guys. I mean, when I see like the the shit that they pull, that's even better than whose line is it anyway? Like the the live stuff is so much better. Well, yeah, and you don't have, because you don't have network restraints on you either. No, no, they can make or, fun of Hitler or commercials, right? You know. Uh, you were talking about wisecrackers when yeah. that was down at the uh, down in the valley. Reverend Bob Levy was there. All was he hosted it quite a bit. Okay, Reverend Bob Levy from the Stern Show. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Don Jameson would do shots there. Uh, I, he's the one comedian I hear him on the comedy. Th- oh god. Well, well, I mean, uh. Fuck the other guy from Florentine. Jim Florentine. He's fucking hilarious. Florentine would do spots at the would do would do shots at the uh, at the Ramada. Florentine. Florent- you know, and the worst thing is Florentine and Jameson's comedy is about the same. It's very sick and twisted, <laughs> but for some reason, I, I'll t- Florentine seems to have a better delivery. Yes, Florentine has a much better delivery, and he's not as he's not completely. Fucking repulsive and unlikable, like Don Jameson. Mm. Don Jameson. Every time he they would show his face on that metal show, 
I wanted to shoot my fucking TV. <laughs> yeah, he's just he wasn't a, he wasn't a and I, mm. he wasn't a pleasant person. But I it, it's weird how it's like Eddie Trunk's not even a comedian. I don't think and Eddie Trunk doesn't seem the type that can tell a joke either. No, but, but hell of a guy though. Still love still love following his channel. Mm-hmm. And but he has. Florentine on his side, which is, you know, Cranky Anchors. And, yes. You know, he has so many great things in his name. Jameson on the other side, which is like, man, that trio is just how did, weird to be together. Yeah. Fucking terrible. You know. <laughs> You've got, you know, completely brilliant in Jim Florentine. Oh, God. he's. You've got a great storyteller and musical historian in mm-hmm. Eddie Trunk. And then you have a useless sack of shit in Don Jameson. Not a useless it's, sack of shit. John Jameson had a role on that show. He was a shit stirrer. Yeah, well, those who stir the shit pot should have but to lick the fucking spoon. It would be like one of these things where, like, they would come up with a topic and say, you know, you know, uh, David Lee Roth or Hager, and you got Florentine and Eddie Trunk. They both say David Lee Roth, and John. Jam- okay, well, I gotta say Sammy Hager, and then fight for Sammy Hagar. Yeah, it's like, oh, come on, you don't believe that. You yeah, know, yeah. you don't believe that. I do. No, he would take the contrary position sometimes just to stir shit. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But but they, this stuff should have been worked out before the show. It always made it seem like he was doing that, though. Yeah, well, he... he, he fuck Don Jameson. Uh, that's all. Fuck okay. Don Jameson. Okay. Worst comic ever. No, there's wow. there's there's worse. Oh, you remember last week we I talked about that Dark Side of Comedy show? Yeah. Um, third episode just dropped. Uh, Roseanne Barr. Damn. Oh, boy. Yeah. It's, There's a dark side of comedy now. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about... There was a dark side of the 90s I watched, too. Yeah, listen yeah, to that's, the fucking show. What? If you listen to the fucking show... Yeah, the... Uh, yeah, they... Well, yeah, it's, yeah. it's another Vice TV show. Basically, yeah. yeah basically, they, there's, there's the darker side of wrestling, the dark side of comedy. All of a sudden, all these dark sides show up. Right. It's like... The, you know, it's like, we're going to just throw the doom and gloom right in our faces. Well, Dark Side of Comedy, now the, the third episode just dropped. The first episode was Chris Farley. I was going to say, mm-hmm. we, it had to be Chris Farley. It yeah. was Farley and then Dice. And now the third episode was Roseanne Barr. Belushi's going to have to be in there, too. Um, yep, I think they're doing one on Belushi. They're doing one on Richard Pryor. It should be Eddie Murphy. Um, Eddie Murphy? Well, he had his he had his scandals, too. Yeah, but, I mean, Eddie Murphy, I mean, of all the of all the people out there, I can't... I mean, Pryor set himself on fire, smoke, and crack. Correct. You know. Belushi OD'd. Belushi OD'd, I mean... Geez, I can't think of Eddie Murphy. Always seems like he was like, you know, he went from, SN, from SNL to Beverly Hills Cop. And all those great movies. And then he had a, the darkest side of his was like the shit comedies he was doing, like Pluto Nash. Yeah. Yeah. It was like that was the dark side of his car. Co- and Golden Child and that bullshit. Yeah. I liked the Golden Child. You would. I knew that was coming. <laughs> you probably like. fucking knew that was coming. <laughs> you probably liked the fucking co- sequel to Coming to America, too. No, I, I didn't like that that much. It was terrible. Oh. They 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 uh, jumped a shark on that one. Yeah, they jumped something. You have to know. You gotta be like Ice Cube and know when to stop. Yeah, Ice Cube knew when to stop the Fridays. That's right. <laughs> Friday after next. Okay, we done. Yep. Because there was talk they were going to do one. It was going to be called Last Friday. Yep. Never happened. I'd still like to see it. I would. I don't uh, know. I, those those movies. They would have to bring back Debo though. Those movies still. Oh, 
that's the thing though. I mean, uh, Witherspoon's no yeah, John Witherspoon's with gone. You know, that really kind of takes the whole thing out of it. Yeah. Um. Even Debo is. Yeah, that's right. Tiny Lister's yeah. gone, so you couldn't bring Debo back. <laughs> you know, I only got two rules here: keep your hands on my sugar bowl. <laughs> you get and, Debo and Samuel. Don't touch my weed. You feel me knocking? Let me in. <laughs> Uncle Elroy, best character ever. Uncle Hell. <laughs> <laughs> Barbecue so good, make you want to slap your mama. <laughs> 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 yeah, Uncle, uh, that Uncle Elroy, best character ever. I cook better than you. Yeah, can't. <laughs> <laughs> that's that. That's that. That that whole thing gave us one of our most iconic lines. We throw back at each other. I'm like, Cause I'm a player. You ain't no player. <laughs> <laughs> I look better than you. You don't. I cook better than you. You can't. My dick is bigger than yours. It was cold that night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those, yeah, that, that stuff. That's uh, another series that's in, in infinitely quotable. Yes. And fun as all hell. Yeah. Uh, you know, they would ha- if they did another Friday, they would have to bring, they would have to get Chris uh, Tucker back as Smokey. Well, they could do it because he's not doing much now. Because, I mean, I loved Smokey in the first one. Uh, it was, he was, he was okay. I love, I love Smokey. Where the hell is Chris Tucker now that you're mentioning it? Jesus Christ. I don't know. He fell off the face, pretty much yeah. fell off the face of the earth. But uh, I wouldn't mind seeing another, you know what? We're over two hours in. Yes. I'll give you guys homework next week for next week. Okay. Here's something to think about. Movie sequels. That should have been made and never were. Oh. And on the other side of the coin. <laughs> yeah. Movie sequels that should have never happened. Or reboots that should have never happened. Okay. Second part's easy. First part's going to be difficult picking out stuff because if I swear to God, everything had a sequel. Yeah, a lot of shit. Or re- and, and we can add reboots that were well done into that. Okay. Okay, I'll 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 do my best. Okay. I already thought of one that should have had a sequel. Well, after a draft, we'll, we'll bring it back. Should be after a draft, man. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, we got the gang back together. Jim's back after a week of soccer practice. Yeah, they tried to. I said to him, he tried to. They tried to do it to me again. We're leaving practice. And he goes, so I think we should have practice tomorrow because we didn't have practice on Tuesday because of the rain. No. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Um. So until next time, this has been Oh No Not Them. Thanks for uh, thanks for sticking around with us. I'm Eric. I'm League Champ Bill. <laughs> I'm Jim. See you later. <laughs>